Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you searching for the best in online black radio? Then go to blacktalkradionetwork.com, helping you filter through the noise. Real talk, black talk. And in the middle of this type of crisis, uh, Nutricide is not a social service, right? It's not a logical choice. Um, it, it really isn't. I, if you would have asked me, I would have said, nah, I don't Nutricide. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to enjoy that book for this, for this time. You know, it's, it's, it's a crisis. If that book is more, if, you, if you're just studying, it's just, it's, just, it's just something you should read. That's it. It's not for uh, a particular crisis. So it wasn't a logical choice. Um, and I wasn't trying to uh, attempt to... Uh, Hang on one uh, second. Hang on one second. I just, I need that one more. Can you just repeat what you said one more time? It's not a logical choice for this crisis. Woo! One, can I get it one more time? One more time. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a logical choice for this crisis. I'm satisfied. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a COVID-19 book. It's not. I wouldn't have told you to... Uh, um, to uh, you can book for that. I want to say that. Um, I mean, that's it. I, um, I'm you, my life. Not a logical choice for a crisis. COVID 19. Woo! And I, I, I'm subtracting COVID 19. The same thing Andrew Young said the sickness, the crisis is white supremacy the same thing i've said if we had started reading this book in february of 1997 i would have said this book is trash we would started reading this book in 2005 i would have said this book is trash 2010 trash <laughs> anytime that you are attempting to follow logic trash it just happens to be double whammy extra trash to be reading it in the middle of this when they have said repeatedly around the world looks like diet related issues might be connected to this might make you more susceptible they say comorbidities they say at that time a book that's supposed to be about hey mr and mrs negro oh and that's another thing the reason this book is trash is not because i'm not connecting with it or not comfortable that's not it at all sir the reason this book is trash is because of the typos it's not funny we're in a crisis it's not funny at all the reason is because of the typos the sloppiness the poor editing, the lack of references, the lack of practical 
applicability, the name calling. I got a long list. Nowhere on that list. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Nowhere on that list is this book is trash because I'm not comfortable with it. That's not on the list at all. I've been very explicit page numbers and all. And again, this is a book I'm reading. I'm having to sit through it multiple times. This is not just a one time thing for Gus. This is like misery. Like, I'm going to be punished in the middle of all of this for not making a logical choice during the middle of a health crisis. Now you said it right. There we go. There we go. Make logical choices. If you learn nothing else, make logical choices. Logic is critically important. Man. Woo. Did you have anything else, sir? No, sir. You sure? Yes. Okay. We could have been listening to Whitney Houston. Anything on our Thursday afternoon. We got to sit around and read <sighs> The Nutritional Destruction of Black People by Dr. Layla O. Africa. Worst book ever. The Context of White Supremacy, Gus T. Renegade. In for another broadcast, hopefully to share logic, constructive information. Today's date, Thursday, June 4. 2020 so i have been told this is our book club i'm almost ready to do the watermelon shuffle this is our second to last study session on the worst book ever thank god hallelujah Woo! we can just vanquish the rona and get through 2020 man we can try and see if we can make some improvements in the world man the audio segment at the beginning whitney houston nutritional uncle tom so <laughs> woo! i feel like that should be enough anytime i have to qualify an opinion about why this is the worst book ever i have a lengthy lengthy list but it called whitney houston and nutritional uncle tom that's <laughs> end of story i don't have to say nothing else about why it's the worst book ever um the audio at the beginning was from our uh book study from last week on this book and we had a person who dialed in a supporter of Dr. Africa say the same thing I said a few weeks ago. Uh, this is a conclusion. My opinion is not going to change. Anybody who calls in, writes in, talks in support of this book, again, not Dr. Africa, this book, I would have to give them a strong side eye, wondering if they read it. Do they use logic? Are they going to call me and or other non-white people names? Like I would be thinking lots of sinister thoughts. Anybody. It's like, oh man, that Gus doesn't know what he's talking about. Nutricide is the best book ever. Woo! Really? <laughs> Victims guaranteed qualified, I guess, but hmm. <laughs> uh, so that was from last week. We had a listener uh, dial in uh, to share his views on this book and Dr. Africa. I can only emphasize follow logic. Wow. There are so many parts in this book that deviate from logic. I don't even know where to begin. Whitney Houston being a nutritional Uncle Tom is a good start, though. Um, All I can say really for this week, uh, other than being ecstatic that we only have to endure one more session uh, of this book. Thank God. Um, The session this week was really incoherent. And I'm having to say that as a preface preface. 
Uh, I've said throughout that this book uh, is terrible for a lot of reasons. The typos, the poor editing, it's not focused. It doesn't really give a lot of detail that you can use. This week that gets, this week that, that reaches new lows. So I've said frequently throughout the book that there are a lot of lists, right? I've said that to people who've listened consistently. So this week, the writing or the prose of the text stops and it goes more into lists and charts. So it will sound uh, the only accurate words that I can use uh, to me incoherent. Uh, It will sound jumbled. It will sound as though it's just scattered and jumping everywhere because it is. Uh, It's almost at times, uh, or it's not almost, it is at times going from one list uh, where it might be talking about abortion or alcohol consumption. And then it will go to herbs that you can use for sleep or Ritalin. Uh, where it doesn't, it's not connected at all because it's just going from one chart to another chart. There's no more narrative per se. Sometimes he's not even writing full sentences because these are lists. So I'm just reading what's there. So sometimes I'm just reading fragments. That's why I'm saying to me, it was incoherent. Like, wow, it was, you know, I think the closest that I've been throughout the time of reading this book of just saying, wow, I don't want to read any more of this at all because we're not even reading text anymore. We're just reading lists and charts. Uh, And it was difficult for me to follow. I have the book, so I can't even imagine for somebody, if you're just listening and you're hearing someone who is reading uh, incomplete sentences from lists uh, and you go from talking about Ritalin to abortion to malt liquor, where there's no connecting thought about how all of this relates. If you can follow all of that, if it makes sense, whoopee. All I can say is worst book ever. I'm so, so thankful we will be done with this book next week. Ooh, 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 ooh. Doing the watermelon dance. We could be listening to Whitney Houston. Nutritional Uncle Tom. Dr. Layla O. Africa, audio segment number one on the context of white supremacy. Lord, help us get through it. Father, give us strength. The homosexual plague and food. The homosexual disease is deliberately forced upon Africans by the junk food industry. Homosexuality is at an epidemic and plague level in African communities. Homosexuality is normal for the nature of the Caucasian, but a disease by African standards. Homosexuality and rap music are not an accepted part of hip hop African culture. This plague is used to maintain male-female problems, spiritual sabotage, conflicts, divorces, single parents, sexually confused children, and to destroy African people. The junk food industry is the main creator and promoter of the homosexual plague. The junk food industry uses psychosexual packaging, sexual food shapes, hidden images of subliminal sexual intercourse with animals, homosexuals, and children, suggestive images 
of masturbation and oral sex, erogenous body areas, and embedded sex curse words in advertisements. They use sexual symbolism such as shadows, tunnels, hairstyles, landscapes, hills, clouds, water, and sexually suggestive language to sell junk foods. The synthetic chemicals and sex hormones in the foods stimulate the sex organs, body, and mind. This causes stimulating biochemical addicting foods to be associated with stimulating sex. In other words, the African becomes chemically addicted to sex. The synthetic junk foods can cause the corpus colostrum to malfunction and degenerate. This denatures and perverts the biochemical ability to harmonize the left brain and right brain. This limits the African's ability to bond harmoniously with the opposite sex, which can result in homosexual tendencies. In experiments, the biochemistry of vegetarian gorillas and monkeys was perverted when they were forced to eat junk food and meat. The perverted biochemistry combined with living in a type of European colonialism caused them to become homosexual. Junk food perverted biochemistry causes physical diseases that can result in emotional mental diseases which can lead to homosexuality. For example, diseases of the lungs can cause denial and fear, pancreas, lack of control, heart, irregular lifestyle, circulatory, high blood pressure, mood swings, liver, unstable personality, etc. Africans biochemically perverted combined with slavery, trauma, and colonialism become easy prey for the junk sex and junk food industry. They are deliberately taught homosexuality is acceptable and systematically seduced by Caucasian heterosexuality into homosexuality by commercials. The hidden and obvious sex in the commercials is directed at the voluntary brain function, emotional mind, and senses. The voluntary brain's intellectual mind may say that there is not sex hidden in the commercials but the involuntary brains emotions and senses respond to the sex the Caucasian culture miseducates indoctrinates and trains the senses to respond to their sexual nature the food industry's use of sex hormones in foods sexually stimulating colors Patterns, music, sex symbolism, masochism, sadism, and shapes is selling homosexuality and their culture. The sex is suggestive as well as sensual, such as penis-shaped hot dogs, candy bars, french fries, fish and breadsticks, the use of circles to symbolize the vagina such as donuts, pizzas, Cheerios, round candies or grapes, cherries, for testicles, whipped cream on pies, ice cream in a cone, melted cheese dripping from a pizza, liquid caramel or chocolate dripping on or from a candy bar, a woman's lips sucking on a drinking straw, two ice cubes and a straw in a glass, soda pouring out the neck of a bottle or an explosion to symbolize a climax, etc. The leaf of lettuce on a hamburger sandwich symbolizes the fig leaf. The fig leaf was mythically placed over Adam and Eve's genitals. Lettuce is not put on a sandwich for nutritional reasons, but for sexual stimulation. The African scientist's book, Isis Papers, by Francis Cress Welsing, and a Caucasian book, Subliminal Seduction, by Wilson Bryan Key, can give information on this subject. The ancient heterosexual Caucasian cultures included homosexuality as part of normal heterosexual life. 
today their mind scientists classify homosexuality as normal and overeating as an eating disorder disease. Ancient European females, males had four simultaneous mates, which were the one breeder, so-called spouse, two prostitute, three lover, homosexual mate, four and concubine. There are still remnants of these mating type relationships such as love sex triangles and orgies. The ancient Greek Roman heterosexual males females would attend sex exhibition wrestling matches in the arenas gymnasiums. They would select their homosexual partner by a pat on the buttocks. The pat on the buttocks used in sports activities is a homosexual gesture. In fact, Caucasians are still sexually attached to the buttocks. They measure each other's sexual ability by the movement and or shape of the buttocks and are constantly looking at each other's buttocks. Caucasians find that in a brassiere, the upper portion of the breast cleavage resembles cleavage in the buttocks. Therefore, the breasts are sexually exciting. Caucasians suck on each other's tongues because the tongue is sexually associated with the clitoris and penis. Junk food commercials use suggestive and subliminal homosexual symbolism of the buttocks, breast, and the mouth to sexually arouse Africans and sell junk foods. Homosexual behaviors are deeply woven into the fabric of heterosexuality. For example, women with dresses sit with their legs closed because in the past, homosexual men in skirts sat with closed legs so that they would not reveal the size of their penis to possible lovers. In fact, Caucasian women basically dress themselves like men so that they can be sexually appealing to Caucasian men. Consequently, they wear G-string panties and bikini underwear and bathing suits because they were worn by homosexual men in ancient times. Caucasian women wear the ear, vaginal, nose, and navel rings as a form of homosexual bondage. They shave their legs and arms and wear lipstick to indicate that they are available for sex. It is the Caucasian involuntary that believes that the highest form of masculinity is male effeminate behavior. Therefore, the more male in dress and behavior the Caucasian woman is, the more feministic. In other words, lesbianism is a high form of femininity and is attractive to the Caucasian male. Masters and Johnson's sex research indicates that homosexual fantasies are sexually arousing for Caucasian heterosexuals. For more information on homosexuality, a book such as Love in Ancient Greece by Robert Flacelier can be helpful. Ancient homosexuals would kidnap young boys, girls, during full moons and sodomize them as part of mating with them as a lover. This homosexual ritual was called a honeymoon. Heterosexuals still use moonlight for sexual arousal. The ancient Caucasians' sexuality, rituals, customs, taboos, and ethics are based on their social laws called the Law of the Caves, which they erroneously called the First Laws of Nature, Human Nature, Nature, or the Laws of the Jungle. There were no jungles in Ice Age Europe, just caves. The Caucasian use the word jungle in reference to their society in order to inferiorize African culture, which makes their civilization seem superior. They also get subliminal perverted sexual stimulation with an imaginary hypersexed African savage by using the word jungle. 
imaginary and subliminal homosexual themes surround their behaviors and heterosexuality. The constant junk food commercialization of homosexuality is nutricidal. An African who eats nutricidal junk food is economically supporting the homosexual plague. The Africans with signs and symptoms of homosexual exposure are those in constant social contact with a peer, friend, associate, or relative with the plague. Those exposed need treatments. Those with the homosexual plague need detoxification and the cure. It is mandatory for the homosexual cure that plague victims stop eating junk foods, attend an African study group, and female male group regularly abstain from sexually stimulating movies songs books videos dancing and games stop using european sexual curse words do not masturbate abstain from heterosex for two to three months stop all homosexual activities and sex use an african spiritual system practice ma'at avoid all personal and social relationships with homosexuals use melanin nourishing supplements herbs use a stress formula use herbs to spiritually and physically cleanse the reproductive systems use female male herbal formulas do a fast be in constant contact with a detoxed homosexual mentor take phenylalanine and chickweed etc this homosexual plague must be stopped it has invaded our religious politics entertainment fields social life and children's classrooms the homosexual mafia has developed political and economic power which allows them to force their sexual perversion upon innocent African victims of white supremacy and slavery trauma. It is not the plague, but the Caucasian plague carriers and predatory parasite culture that needs to be stopped by all means necessary. The homosexuality, junk food addiction, and control of Africans is based upon debt. Debt is caused by drug or synthetic food, malnutrition, income taxes, loans, eating disorders, homosexuality, credit mortgages, leases, etc. They make the African consumer dependent upon Caucasian society sex, money, or medicine in order to pay a homosexual sex craving, economic debt, or nutritional debt. In the position of nutritional, sex, or economic need, the African tax consumer or junk food consumer can be controlled. For example, the Caucasian international banker hoodlums create the social conditions which cause the African to borrow money, to buy junk foods and material goods that he is made to want by sex commercials, media debt. The pharmaceutical cartels nutrition robbing drugs and the junk food cartels nutritionless junk foods cause the body to be in nutritional need debt. Debt makes the tax food consumer a perpetual slave to white supremacy. The African is biochemically controlled by whites and is therefore an addict. An addict constantly pays for a fix that never fixes anything. The Caucasian drugs surgery and medical system never restores the health stolen by drugs and junk foods, nor do the international bankers give back monies stolen by loans, taxes, usury, interest rates, and credit. Africans in actuality do not pay taxes for earning Caucasian money, but rent for using Caucasian money. The Caucasian own the money and can devalue it and or take it away from Africans illegally or legally anytime they choose. Africans rent Caucasian money, the continent of Africa and all resources and goods while the Caucasians have ownership Caucasian money is a paper credit card. Every time an African uses the debt, 
is paid for by African human and land resources. The sex, taxes, and drugs are a costly, perverted form of a surrogate African family. Historically, the African family controlled food, sex, resources produced, and provided herbal medicine, spirituality, social order, education, and protection. The Caucasian junk food cartel and international bankers take part of the Africans' wages and say it is used to sponsor the government, which provides the resources and health system that the African continent civilization and family cannot provide. It is the white supremacists that military, politically, sexually, socially, nutritionally, and economically use institutions and media to stop the African holistically governing itself and the continent. If an African sees diseases, homosexuality, and health as separated, divided from politics, food, commercials, economics, and white racism, then that African is conquered by white supremacy. It is the creation of nutritional debt and economic debt that causes addiction. Addiction is the alteration of the mind, biochemistry, economics, mood, social life, and state of African consciousness that causes nutricide. Nutricidal white sugar is the main addicting drug of the sexual commercials. It has many nutritional debt-causing synthetics. White sugar is a psychotic mixture of pig blood, bleach, acids, antibiotics, carbon dioxide, and sugar crystals. A combination of cheap diseased scrap meat of pigs and cattle is used to get blood albumin. Contaminated blood albumin is put in sugar to flush protein particles out of sugar beets sugar cane. The purpose of the sugar drug is to cause biochemical debt addiction. Aside from this, pork is used to make the sweetener aspartame. Pork sweeteners such as white sugar and aspartame help to create an unstable personality that can lead to homosexual characteristics. Caucasian commercials use homosexual symbolism, themes, rituals, and ceremonies which bond the consumer to debt-causing sugar. The African is simultaneously made addicted to Caucasian society, economics, medicine, drugs, sex, science, sugar, taxes, and control. The junk food international bankers cartel's purpose is to addict Africans. Their ritual and ceremonial usage of foods and monies creates an addiction craving for the nutritional and economic debt. They are constantly creating this. Their psychosis combined with their rituals and ceremonies is the basis for their avaricious dependency upon control. Control is the major symptom of their psychosis. White supremacy is an outgrowth of their psychosis. A book such as The Syndrome of Control by Lindsay Williams can give some information on their psychosis and cosmology. An African who attempts to borrow a healthy future with drug medicines is supporting debt addiction. The food eaten is the only guarantee of health. Drug medicine and or junk foods kill the body by creating a genetic nutritional debt. Natural food nourishes the body which allows the body to live. Natural vegetarian food is medicine and natural medicine is vegetarian food. The Caucasian worldview is expressed by their use of nutrition, homosexuality, medicines, media, economics, government, junk food, and diseases. Any relationship the African has with the Caucasians, parasites, cosmology is always one where the blacks give and the whites take. For example, the food, drug, bankers, cartels, economic system is exclusively white only and built upon parasiting money from African laborers, businesses, athletes, actors, singers. 
For each dollar the peasant earns, the white nationalist food, drug, bankers, cartel earns at least $250. Seasoning Africans believe that they can use the European economic system to gain money to spend on black nationalism. However, for each penny that is spent on black nationalism, the white nationalists spend indirectly and directly dollars on white supremacy. The African in the white economic system is used as an indirect way for the whites to earn money for white supremacy. The Caucasian parasite's economic system has to be destroyed or Ma'at economics used in order for Africans to be socially, nutritionally, sexually, and economically free. An African who participates in their parasitic worldview must be seasoned and ultimately destroyed nutricide. Natural foods is a holistic way to get out of nutritional debt and free the body. The sex-stimulating food commercials create and maintain eating disorders diseases. Eating disorders are uncontrolled impulse and behavioral disorders that result in biochemical perversion that causes behavioral perversion. Eating becomes a vicious cycle of controlled eating, then relapse into uncontrollable eating. Relapse can be triggered spiritually, mentally, physically, biochemically, socially, sexually, and or by food commercials. Most people with the disease never know that they have it, and if they do know, they never can stop eating continuously and or sporadically. People with eating disorders eat to relieve stress, tension, racism, depression, anger, worry, anxiety, attention deficits, and hyperactivity. Have eating binges, weight loss, diet binges, have sex hormone attacks abusively, use laxatives, colonics, chewing gum, hide food, constantly eat at movies, sports, events, while watching television, riding in cars or planes or subways, buses or trains, playing games at work, constantly eating health or junk food snacks, chewing gum, sucking on breath mints, drinking sodas, etc. They may have all these behaviors or a few and are in denial that they have an eating disorder. The food industry wants people to constantly eat so that they can constantly earn profits. With each craving for snacks and foods, is attached the sexual signs and symbolism of homosexuality that is embedded in the subconscious mind by the heterosexually stimulating commercials. The commercials keep the diet out of order and the sexuality out of order. The African is simultaneously made addicted to junk food commercials, junk foods, junk sex, etc. The combination of the sex commercials, synthetic addicting hormones and chemicals are holistically destructive. The combination of sex arousal stimulation of commercials and synthetic sex hormones in junk food bonded to the radiation in the junk makes homosexuality and heterosexuality and electromagnetic addiction. Food is radiated while being processed and by the price scanning radiation stimulation being associated with food craving music, sex, and colors. People crave radiation and many cannot sleep unless their television radio is on and radiating them. If you turn off the TV while they are asleep, they will wake up because you took away their radiation drug. They crave the radiation stimulation due to its association with homosexuality. Psychosexual stimulation, craving, and addiction of Africans is aimed towards homosexuality, which makes it another aspect of nutricide. This is nutricide, except it is called homosexuality. African sex organ, energy, and movement. Female sex organs, inside body, close together, move east to west male sex organs outside and inside equal air element far apart 
move south to north, move up and down. Caucasian homosexuality recruitment techniques. Homosexuals must constantly recruit or become extinct as a group. Promoting sex change surgery and hormones as normal. It is mutilation of the sex organs with a knife or synthetic sex hormones. Women dressing in ancient Greek homosexual clothes. Fashion industry controlled by homosexuals equals cross-dressing equals homosexual dressing. Advertisements and commercials that focus on buttocks. Non-gender specific dancing homosexual. Promoting heterosexual activity as violent or unstable. Sexual symbolic use of guns, ball games, symbolism of baskets, holes, and pool pockets as vaginas to be destroyed. Homosexual themes in elementary school storybooks. Sex words that have no gender that are applied to homosexuality. Go to bed. Make love. Sleep together. Homophobia defines people that reject homosexuality as somehow mentally ill. Songs, movies, soap operas, books, and sexual crime news reportage used to create hypersex and homosexuality as an outlet. Heterosexuals presented as having many relationship problems while presenting harmony in homosexual relationships. Non-gender equals unisex equals one sex equals homosexual deodorant, perfumes, tattoos, ear and body rings, clothes, hairstyles, and sports. Advertisements and commercials that focus on non-reproductive sexual behavior projected as normal. Women being called by lesbians' names equals guys, man. Homosexuality explained as acceptable, lifestyle choice. Advertisements and commercials that focus on exercise equipment marked with sex poses and homosexual symbolism. Double your pleasure, showing fun between same-sex homosexual theme. Homosexuals being idolized on TV shows, talk shows, etc. Drag queen dressing by black man equals homosexual subliminals. Job applications and tests for jobs are deliberately designed to cause homosexual ideation to score higher. Religious shows used to raise emotions and misdirect emotions by showing homosexuality as spirituality. Homosexuality pictured as a happy, normal life equals gay. Advertisements and commercials that focus on beer with white head of foam, sexually shaped foods and candy, penis shaped candy bars with nuts named after men lip movements suggesting oral sex hot dogs placed in between the buns study reports that lesbians may have a higher risk of getting breast cancer lesbians may be at a greater risk of getting breast cancer than any others according to a study found in the journal of the gay and lesbian medical association 
three factors contributing to a higher breast cancer risk for lesbians are a lower pregnancy rate, higher weight, and greater chance of having a biopsy. Dr. Stephanie Roberts, the study's lead author and colleagues, examined medical records of 1,019 women at San Francisco Women's Health Clinic, according to the Chicago Sun-Times. 42% were lesbians. The study found that 63% of the lesbians had never been pregnant compared to 17% of heterosexuals. Not having children increases a woman's breast cancer risk by between two to six times. Lesbians are at a higher risk of getting breast cancer for another reason because higher weight, especially after menopause, increases breast cancer risk. The study, according to the article, found that lesbians weighed on average 160 pounds, about 7 pounds more than heterosexuals. Homosexual Addiction Steps in Treatment 1. Ban Tama'at African Culture and Natural Foods 2. Confront issues of sexual abuse of others, rape, incest, etc. 3. Identify activities, feelings, and thoughts that trigger homosexual feelings and sex activities. 4. Confront emotional and spiritual issues concerning sperm, abortion, child abortion, infertility, fibroids, and prostate disease. 5. Heal relationships with self, family, friends, culture, etc. 6. Design method to change negatives to positives. 7. Evaluate achievements. 8. Follow treatment schedule, goals, relapse therapy, etc. 9. Stay in constant contact with mentor, detox homosexual, study group, female, male group, etc. Withdrawal crisis. Craving addictor. Depression. Denial of addiction disease. Stressor can cause relapse. Homosexual treatment, detoxification, diet, no junk foods, alcohol, drugs, supplement, beta carotene, DHEA, evening primrose oil capsules, histidine, GABA, glutamine, manganese, melatonin, phenylalanine, pumpkin seed oil capsules, glycine, selenium, serotonin, tyrosine, vanadium and chromium, vitamins A, C, E, B6, psychosocial treatment, abstinence from heterosexual and or homosexual intercourse, abstinence from sexual related dancing, movies, songs, etc. Participation in African spirituality, group, women's group, men's group, cultural group, study group, Mentor, talk with daily. Mentor must have empathy and or detox from homosexuality. Positive support from family and or peers. Abstinence from socializing and or activities with active homosexuals. Meditation, Egyptian yoga. Abstinence from sexual related words and clothes. Herbs, bilberry, catnip, chamomile, Chaste treeberry, chickweed, echinacea, elder, false unicorn, feverfew, ginkgo, golden seal, go to cola, ibogaine, kudzu, milk thistle, pod arco, sarsaparilla, saw palmetto, St. John's wort. Juice, alfalfa, beet, 
burdock, celery, cherry, currant, kelp, lemon, papaya, pineapple. Factors in recorded history is a practice of European civilization. Is directly and indirectly sublime a part of European heterosexual activities? Social conditions creates homosexuality. Is a sign and symptom of European-caused slavery, trauma, cultural stress, population control, dysfunctional genders, relationships, and families is part of Africans trying to be accepted by whites a form of self-hatred and hatred of Africa codependency psychosis. Homosexuality is a disease for Africans but normal for Europeans. Science and Addiction Chemistry is the science of studying the activity of chemicals called elements which are the building blocks for living and so-called non-living things. Elements such as carbon, hydrogen, sulfur, and phosphorus form atoms which join together to form molecules. Each element is a universe within itself and has a type of family structure. The way the chemist's kinship group sees the world and the family is reflected in his group's science of chemistry. The Caucasian scientist, in order to understand chemicals, first destroys the elemental family with heat or another form of energy. He does not study elements in their natural environment. Instead, he studies them in an artificial environment called a laboratory. The Caucasian scientist can only gain knowledge by destruction of Africa and African people. The more destruction the Caucasians produce, the more scientific and wealthy they become. Scientists act out their superstitions, rituals, ceremonies, and world in a laboratory by exploiting chemicals. No scientist can divorce himself from his group's worldview. They cannot become objective. This is a human impossibility. The Caucasian labels his destructive biochemical alterations, rituals, and ceremonies as science. In the food industry, Caucasians use the science of chemistry to destroy the natural nutrients of food by processing foods into biochemically altered food stuffs. Food stuffs are sold by fast food chains, sugar refineries, dairy, meat, fish, soda, snack, and flour mill industries. The destruction of food creates diseases. Diseases creates wealth for the disease industry. The food disease industries cannot be separated any more than can technology pollution. You cannot have one without the other. In order to change the food industry or any part of Caucasian society, the foundation has to be changed. Caucasian rituals, ceremonies, theories, and myths would have to be changed. African victims are addicted to Caucasian rituals, ceremonies, theories, and myths, which are erroneously called science, law, economics, nutrition, and culture. Caucasian-based thought and behavior are hazardous to African people. Processed food is synthetic manure dirt. The machines and synthetic chemicals in the food processing factory imitate the liver, pancreas, digestive enzymes, stomach, intestine, colon, and rectum. These machines chemically and mechanically chew and digest the food, which means they take away the food's nutrients and fiber. The end result of your body digesting and eating an apple is a processed food called feces, manure, a bowel movement, or scat. A processed food, by definition, is a bowel movement. Bleached white flour, white rice, white sugar, oil, and white grits are a processed bowel movement of a factory. These are waste byproducts of a factory's digestion, a foodstuff, food contraband, starvation food, etc. Caucasians have been 
a historically toxic people. For ages, they have turned natural foods into synthetic chemicals, chemically altering them. They use chemistry to invade countries and to control people. They use alcohol on the Native Americans, opium on the Chinese, and alcohol, marijuana, heroin, and cocaine on Africans. Caucasians have been addicted to synthetic chemicals such as sugar, nicotine, caffeine, salt, cocaine, vinegar, oil, opium, valium, amphetamines, etc. They are addicted to the taste of burnt dirt as in barbecue. They are addicted to rotten foods such as cheese, yogurt, buttermilk, beef jerky, rancid oil, salad dressing, and sauces, hardtack, beer, wine, as well as rotten cooked blood and pus of juicy steaks, chicken, pork, etc. Historically, Caucasians ate many foods based upon them smelling like urine and or feces. For example, cucumbers were eaten because they smell like semen. Roasted animals smell like rotten decomposing human bodies. Astafita smells like farts. Cabbage smells like salted fish. Some cheeses and onions smell like human feces. Tobacco resembles the smell like rotten urine. Vinegar similar to sweat or an unclean vagina. Fish similar to vaginal yeast infection. The more food is corrupted, i.e. made rotten, processed, synthesized, burnt, or smoked, the more they like it. Ironically, the more the African is destroyed, the more the Caucasian likes them. A likable Afropean is mentally and behaviorally processed. They are drugged and fermented. Negroes live on junk foods. Negroes are biochemically altered slaves serving white slave masters or searching for white masters to serve. Most of them worship Caucasian junk science, i.e. biology, chemistry, nutrition, etc. Synthesized foodstuffs cause mental and physical changes in children and babies. Babies have undeveloped immune systems while the elderly have deteriorated immune systems. This causes synthetic chemicals to be twice as harmful and addicting to these age groups. Biochemically altered newborn babies are born with diseased bodies because their parents, sperm, uterus, ovaries, and bodies were cesspools of synthetic chemical waste as a result of eating junk foods, taking drugs, and being vaccinated. Many babies are born as sugar addicts, alcoholics, sex hormone drunkards, and cocaine addicts and are severely biochemically altered. They can be addicted to toxic substances because of the biochemical trauma of cesarean section biochemically altered and c-section interrupts babies are prone to have emotional problems allergies learning problems asthma self-control deficiencies suffer hypersex and lack the ability to bond to parents and to african culture biochemically altered foods processed into junk food stuff are starvation foods. They lack over 90% of their natural vitamins, minerals, proteins, and fibers. They are especially low in B vitamin called thiamine. Thiamine, along with the B complex, is needed to control moods, violence, aggression, etc. Junk food stuff has synthetic toxic dyes such as red and yellow food coloring. Food coloring irritates the brain and causes allergic reactions. Meats are biochemically altered with nitrates. Nitrates cause mental illness, hyperactivity, and violent moods. Biochemically altered foods are addicting and cause a craving for the same synthetic chemical eaten. For example, an alcoholic craves alcohol. The biochemically altered child is addicted to and craves sugar, hormones, salt, nitrates, carbon, and other synthetic chemicals. A child in a state of craving will be illogical in thought, emotion, and spirit. They are going through food, stuff, withdrawal, and need another synthetic chemical fix. Biochemically altered children are usually raised biochemically altered parents who live for the next synthetic chemical fix. They are continuously getting high off food in withdrawal or between fixes. They and their children have junk food eating binges. They are driven to take synthetic chemicals for headaches, pain, stress, constipation, energy, weight, fatigue, 
birth control, sleep, rashes, indigestion, colds, etc. It is these chemical people who decide that say it does not matter whether you eat junk food or not because you're going to die from something. Then they proceed to die from a something disease. Some synthetic chemically caused addictions and diseases are less obvious, but just as deadly. Irradiation of food is dangerous. Irradiation is the use of toxic radiation chemicals to preserve foods. Radiation causes disease such as cancer. Radiation sprayed foods store low level radiation. Irradiation destroys electrically positive charged protein amino acids such as arginine and lysine. Lysine is used to help stop infections and arginine is used in reproduction. Radiation halts the cell's ability to live, protect itself and reproduce. Radiation coloring and preservatives create deadly combinations. Preservatives are tasty forms of embalming fluids used on dead bodies. They retard cell and brain activity. Preserved Africans move from chattel slavery to synthetic chemical slavery. Biochemically altered people are seasoned. They sing or rap junk food jingles that praise the tasty goodness of poisonous chemicals such as carbonated sodas. This is ironic because the lungs exhale in order to get rid of carbon waste produced by the digestion of foods. Africans are seasoned to drink carbon waste. Their minds and behavior are seasoned by commercials to practice direct opposite of health, i.e. disease. The slaves were seasoned to like the white man and the instruments he used to destroy their women, children, culture, and country. A seasoned biochemically altered African has thoughts that take a chemical chain reaction action response to ideas spoken by others. The synthetic chemicals in the body and brain cause reception of stimuli to be misdirected, misreceived, misinterpreted, refracted, or blocked. For example, the sound of music may cause sex stimulation. Sex may cause violence. Violence may trigger a euphoric high. A high may trigger homosexuality. And the sight of the elderly may trigger hate. African culture may trigger fear. Fear may trigger denial of slavery. Learning may trigger self-hate, etc. The nerves are saturated with synthetic chemicals in the food that is craved. The biochemically altered African reacts to artificiality and not reality. Synthetic chemicals stop melanin usage. This causes Africans to mimic Caucasian thinking and behavior. In other words, they act unnatural, unreal, and crazy in normal social situations. They get chemical stimulation from many sources. The biochemically altered African is a walking time bomb of diseases and mental confusion who may have illogical, emotional, spiritual, mental, and or disease outbursts from the cyclic behavior of synthetic chemicals. Even water can be biochemically altered. Public drinking water is basically chemically deodorized ammonia treated, bleached, and fluoridated toilet water. Fluoride stimulates passive docile behavior. It also destroys teeth and irritates nerves. Chemicals and antiperspirant deodorants stop Stops the glands from working normally. Toothpaste contains bleach or salt, which denatures the nerves, bones, digestion, etc. Aside from this, the toothpaste does not protect the teeth. The chemical additives in digestive aids stop digestion. Therefore, they cause toxins to build, accumulate, and contribute to mood swings and constipation. Additives in cold, cough, asthma, and antihistamine remedies slow down and retard glands and the normal mucus secretion of the uterus, prostate, etc. Any chemical that stops, slows down, or builds waste constipates the brain. Africans get ne negative chemical stimulation from the toxic chemicals of microwaves, cellular phones, low-frequency radio stations, lasers, computers, television screens, etc. No benefit of Caucasian science come without destruction. The benefit 
and destruction of biochemical alteration and Caucasian civilization cannot be separated. You cannot have one without the other. For example, a seasoned African who learns to obey Caucasian rules simultaneously learns to disobey African rules, especially of nutrition culture. A seasoned African who is taught and supervised by whites is simultaneously being taught not to be supervised by blacks. It is built into Caucasian rituals and ceremonies. You cannot have one without the other. However, there is an alternative. Whole foods should be the diet of Africans. Natural foods establish the nutritional foundation for a healthy mind, spirit, and body. Before slavery and colonialism, America-born Africans ate natural foods, thought about natural foods, talked about natural foods, and imaged them. Natural foods are central to freedom. Africans must be able to image and talk about the natural foods they should eat. Africans image by thinking in pictures. A whole picture image gives mental, spiritual, and cultural meaning to ideas, events, food, herbs, and history. African written language is a whole picture image language which includes a spiritual symbol action symbol and phonic symbol the foods that ancient Africans ate were whole foods and their whole picture language described the food the American born Africans should be able to image the preparation of natural foods these foods must be imaged with delight others in the family such as babies pregnant women the sick or the elderly must be able to eat without harm therefore the family should be the first consideration in African food technology the traditional African family did not eat foods that could harm a baby i.e. alcohol salt vinegar grease sugar rotten food animal blood pus and flesh as well as cooked concoctions these food stuffs harm God's temple the human body the ability to image natural foods in a natural environment was to destroyed by the institution of slavery and colonialism. This started the perversion of the taste buds. Seasoning perverted our appetites and television images of food continue the process. A natural foods diet can stop the chain of synthetic chemical addictions and disease. Africans who eat whole foods free of synthetics will no longer be a biochemical altered people who serve the slave masters synthesized food and disease. Africans on a natural food diet will bring an end to genocidal nutrition and regain control of their community, country, and culture. Seasoning for food. You can use your seasonings as a medicine and taste. Use about one-eighth to one-quarter teaspoon of herbal spices for every four servings. For a combination of herbs and spices, approximately one-quarter teaspoon of each herb and one-quarter to one-eighth teaspoon of spice for every four servings. For example, you may try a quarter teaspoon dill seed and quarter teaspoon dry mustard on vegetables, or you may try a quarter teaspoon basil and one-eighth teaspoon of garlic powder in soy burgers, meat substitutes. Herb seasoning for disease. Allspice. Digestion. Gas. Diabetes. Stimulant. Anise. Digestion. Liver. Colic. Tonic. Colds. Spasm. Basil. Rheumatism. Cramps. Vomiting. Mucus. Chervil. Swellings. Edema. Diuretic. Eczema. Gout. Cinnamon. Diarrhea. Poliomyitis. Upset stomach. Coriander. Stomach tonic. Digestion problems. Rheumatism, joint pain, dill, indigestion, gastritis, croup, nausea, fennel, laxative, diuretic, digestion, sores, garlic, hypertension, infections, high blood pressure, worms, 
ginger, nausea, cramps, meningitis, edema, horseradish, dysmenorrhea, high blood pressure, diuretic, arthritis, kelp, thyroid, goiter, marjoram, headaches, acidity, colds, measles, nervousness, mustard, gastritis, liver, rheumatism, digestion, oregano, leucoria, colds, headaches, asthma, tonic, paprika, sinus trouble, colds, parsley, diuretic, dropsy, edema, colds, pepper, neuralgia, rosemary, colds, arthritis, memory, digestion, spasm, sage, sores, bleeding wounds, depression, stops sweating, sore throat, savory, ear trouble, colds, digestion, stimulant, thyme, headaches, colds, hyperthyroidism, worms, loss of appetite, diarrhea, turmeric, fever, colds, skin problems, diuretic, high blood pressure, vanilla, digestion, gas, neurasthenia, nutritional approach, eat raw whole food such as fruits, vegetables, grains, beans, food should be eaten fresh and raw, eat whole grains and lightly steamed vegetables, dark green leafy vegetables and the juice of dark green leaves should be eaten generously no dairy products no fried food no animals no fish no fowl dead food produces dead cells use fresh raw organically grown garlic if possible do not take drugs of any kind no prescribed over-the-counter or street drugs drugs destroy the immune system Herbal extracts and teas go directly to your bloodstream and work better and faster than pills and capsules. Blood cleansers, burdock, dandelion root, elecampamine, garlic, green vegetables, milk thistle, pleurisy, red clover, wheatgrass juice, spirulina, wormwood, immune system builders, spirituality equals helps utilize God's help, exercise, the best immune system builder garlic vitamin C echinacea extract grapeseed extract pine bark extract yohimbal extract golden seal extract vitamin E up to 800 I use per day ginseng lecithin lysine photine ginger glutathione creatine skin msm tablets and lotion lysine cream zinc cream yeast infection pau de arco sleep valerian catnip chamomile kava passionflower hops digestive enzyme tablets improves metabolism of supplements herbs and food medicine food white folks thinking the African peoples have been taught an unreal idea of how the Caucasian mind is psychologically structured in psychology Africans must follow the Ma'at principle which clearly states that we must know and separate the real from the unreal a children's story be it in English or Latin is not real it is unreal 
Sigmund Freud helped to establish the unreal idea of the Caucasian mind. He used the Caucasian children's fairy tale, folk tale, for the foundation of their mind. He decided that each character in a story represented a fragment of their mind. This is similar to watching an animated children's cartoon or movie and saying the cartoon characters represent the true and pure psychological aspects of the mind and entire race's mind way of thinking. A Caucasian Greek Roman myth is a story in which the characters have Latin Greek names. If the characters in the myth had English names, the myth would be called a children's fairy tale or folk tale. The Caucasian mind does not function like a fairy tale. A fairy tale does not explain the Caucasian mind. Sigmund Freud made up the idea of a Caucasian mind. Therefore, the Caucasian's idea of their mind and how their mind functions is totally unreal. It is a fantasy, an idea or scientific fact based on a fantasy is a fantasy if you use a lie to explain a lie then what you are saying is a lie a real idea of the caucasian mind and how it functions can be obtained by a historical examination of their past behavior family structure and the way they treat each other and african peoples history more than anything reveal the real mind of the caucasian if I were to tell you that the African mind is based upon and functions the same way as the characters in Cinderella or Goldilocks and the Three Bears, you would clearly see the absurdity of their psychology. The Caucasian mind structure based on a fairy tale myth is in itself crazy. It is from this Freudian psychological construct of craziness that the Caucasian explains their mind and their mental illness. Their mental illnesses are in itself a craziness based upon a craziness which maintains a level of craziness. The absurdity of this situation is that African peoples use Caucasian fairy tale psychology to understand the psychology of the black mind. They use it to find the solution to their own problems as well as their problems with the Caucasian people. This means that any solution Africans derive for overthrowing white supremacy, oppression, colonialism, white domination, and white racism will fail. Build into any solution that uses Caucasian fairy tale psychology will be the craziness of the unreal. A real problem cannot be solved with an unreal psychological solution. Context of white supremacy. Thank goodness we're almost done. Uh, so we have one more audio segment today and then we'll have one audio segment and we'll be all done permanently uh, with this book for next week. The number is 605-313-5164. The code 564-943-POUND. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. We cannot get done soon enough. Uh, chapter 5. That's where we'll go. For the second audio segment, chapter five. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, I can only say again, uh, for me, I don't know if it was you all, but for me, this book got very incoherent uh, during the section that we just read, and it gets kind of worse as we go because there's less uh, structured writing and just more lists charts fragments uh, where the ideas are not really connected I, as I said I've felt that for the duration of the book but it seems to intensify greatly uh, as we get to the home stretch I did leave out one portion on weight uh, because it's in between two charts generally when we read books uh, for the book club we do not read the charts 
Uh, so this is sandwiched in between two charts, and this is. Uh, so he was talking uh, about the biochemically seasoned African and how they are impacted by junk food and such. Uh, and he switches. He has a chart here. that's titled European medical superstition versus African truth. Uh, and it takes up several pages. So in between that chart and him moving on to his next, next subject, which is cancer foods. He has a brief section, weight over waste and lies. It reads another lie in health is the Caucasian worldwide distributed normal body weight chart formulated in 1959 by insurance companies. The Caucasian false standard of normal weight is racistly applied to Africans. This is in direct contradiction to the facts that Caucasians generally have more muscle mass while Africans tend to have less muscle mass and more skin surface. This means that Africans have a greater ability to cool themselves in hot weather. Caucasians as compared to other races have the least amount of skin pores, the most bodily hair added to a larger muscle mass tend to have more bodily heat and lack the ability to be cool in hot weather. An overweight person can have excess water retention or an overweight person can have seven to 15 pounds of feces caked, impacted or coated in the digestive tract. An obese person has excess bodily fat. Therefore, a person can be overweight and have obesity. The insurance company set the normal weight tables at a low weight per height ratio. This causes many people to be declared overweight. An overweight person's insurance rate is higher. It was to the insurance company's economic advantage to falsify weight tables. The normal weight table was reformulated in 1990 to reflect the true weight for height of Caucasians. However, the vast majority of Caucasian health practitioners and drug companies still use the 1959 tables. This helps them to classify more people as ill and helps them to increase the amount and strength of drugs prescribed to a person. One little portion that we left out. Now we got that in. Uh, I'll share a little bit from, see, check folks who wrote in about the text. I am so totally over this book. Let's see. <laughs> One of our investors wrote in. Greetings, Gus, the homosexual plague and food. In this section, Dr. Africa posits a connection between consumption of junk food and homosexuality through sex hormones. He also theorizes that Caucasians promote homosexuality culturally through verbal and visual symbolism, music, and other media. Dr. Africa also makes recommendations regarding conversion therapy for homosexual Africans in order to change sexual orientation. I wonder how effective his methods are. The homosexual agenda has been remarked about by Neely Fuller. Moreover, the emasculation of black males by the global system of racism White supremacy has been a major theme on both readings in the Cows Book Club and guest authors. The Delectable Negro, Top 10, The Man Not, Top 10, Rethinking Rufus. Oh, wow, that's really recent. Mr. Fuller also emphasizes that he does not advocate harm being done to homosexuals. Number two, the text states the synthetic junk foods can cause the corpus colostrum midbrain to malfunction and degenerate. The word is corpus callosum. Let me spell it. C-A-L-L-O-S-U-M, which connects the third and right left hemispheres of the brain. Colostrum is a breast fluid formed by humans. The correct term for the midbrain is ooh, mesencephalon. I think I got it. Mesencephalon. I think. Yeah. Yeah. A part of the brain stem. This error has occurred previously in the text. 
Number three, the reading seemed redundant since the dangers of white sugar, aspartame, biochemically altered food, processed food, and seasoned Africans were covered earlier in the chapter. Yep. Number four, a number of more specific food recommendations are provided. That is true. He gives lots of charts in the book. I read quite a few uh, because some of these are not charts. Some of what I read is just their lists, but he does have charts uh, that give like specifics with, in terms of like herbs and all of that. Like I said, you should have heard some of that, right? I just read some of that. So you should have some of that information, but if you would like more, you can get the book Uh, specifically. We were just in chapter four and you can flip through and check out some of the additional uh, seasonings, charts, additional information that he has, uh, eggs, and he's got seasonings in there for that. Now, even that's a little odd because I'm just kind of looking through here. He has a big chart for seasoning for food, and he tells like asparagus. I didn't read this. It says asparagus. You can use lemon, dry mustard, marjoram, sesame seed, tarragon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but he also has beef, and then he has seasonings for that. Now, I think, at least in this book, unless I've been paying attention, that he has recommended consistently no beef, right? No meat, no beef. Why would you then include seasonings for beef? He also includes seasonings for eggs. I'm not sure. And seasonings for poultry. I'm not sure why that would be if eggs, beef, and poultry are so heavily discouraged. Maybe that's to kind of set people up as they're transitioning away from those items. You can try these seasonings out as you're moving away from it, maybe. I don't know. I know I'm tired of this book, though. Woof. Uh, 605-313-5164 decode 564-943-POUND that is an important point uh, about the incorrect titles on the brain just same thing I said before an editor and that's one of the things like where my patience is kind of done this week kind of was the tipping point for me although we could have been done a long time ago like editor try not to have a lot especially if you want to come out and everybody is ignorant white people are ignorant and they're dumb and stupid and ignorant and uh, savages and you know prehistoric they don't know what they're talking about and you got all these errors throughout the book I can't even use the index for the book to find anything because it's wrong (sighs) worst book ever Folks who dialed in, if you have comments to share, line should be open. Greetings, Gus, and to uh, the uh, callers. Uh, I I would not be able to uh, make a report on the first part because I was uh, occupied. I can hear you uh, reading, but I, I just wasn't able to uh, focus on it uh, because I was getting something else done at the same time. But uh, I'll uh, listen to the comments, and if I can, uh, if something comes up that I can chime into, I will. Thank you. I hope it was constructive, good sir. We didn't have a whole lot uh, constructive uh, to offer with this book, so. Hopefully you were getting something good done and uh, yes, perhaps we'll check in once the second audio segment concludes or if you feel like you have something you want to add, we will be on the lookout. Let's see. Other folks who dialed in, if you have comments to share, line should be open. Yes, sir. May I be heard? Yes, sir. Greetings. Uh, I'm the caller from last week. 
Um, in the beginning of the show, you um, made some comments about my logic because I enjoyed the book. Um, to, to assume that I, I may not be logical because I enjoyed the book you did, and it's not very constructive. Um, also, just because I enjoyed the book does not mean I may uh, uh, call you names. Um, uh, and um, in the beginning, when you played my voice, I, I, I didn't. Th- I didn't think anything was wrong with that. That it was okay. Then, then you went into that that emotional part. Then you, you got, you got a little emotional about my position about the book. Um, again, I, I often hear you speak about uh, being constructive. Um, that wasn't very constructive, for, um, Gus. I'll mute my line. Before you mute your line, did I call you any names at the beginning, sir? Um, you just said I, you questioned my logic because I did. I call I, you I any names? No, I didn't say you called me names. Okay, just want to make sure we're. I didn't say that. There. Just making sure. Okay. Yeah, I didn't say that. Okay, just making yeah. sure. I will say again the same thing I said today and last week. Anybody, this is the book that they. Oh man, I thought this was constructive. I thought this was great. What I said was. I would be looking at them a little bit sideways. Hmm. This book with all of the errors and typos and a lack of detail, name calling this book. Hmm. That's what I said. And now that we're almost done with it. Absolutely. Anybody step up. Yeah, this book is great. It's constructive. I would be looking at them a little strange. Same thing I said before, follow logic, man, lots of logical problems with this book, specific things from this week. I don't even, and I can only say again, I'm tired of this book. Like my patience is done. Like having to read a book that I know is rife with errors, misspellings, flagrant contradictions, lots of things all of this name calling we got the nutritional uncle tom we got the negro pen we got the sellout we even threw coon in there (laughs) when we were a few weeks back negro we got the basic they have to sit and listen to this for two months hang on sir hang on sir and he did say negro he said repeatedly uh in the text hang on sir i didn't interrupt you when you were talking i would expect the same courtesy i'm not interrupting anybody i'll let you speak once i'm done thank you uh negro is in the text repeatedly no name calling um to sit around and listen to a book name called black people for all of this time wow i'm not even necessarily in disagreement the system of racism white supremacy does a lot to promote incorrect sexual activity really incorrectness in general but particularly sexual incorrectness we've talked about that on this broadcast a lot however that's not what we're supposed to be talking about in this book I thought we were reading how Mr. and Mrs. Negro cannot eat themselves to death and we drift off into all of this about homosexual behavior even if I take that okay because he does you know weave in the food component 
and there are others you know who have submitted this is important racists might be using food to cause all kinds of sexual mischief uh, even on democracy now they had tyrone hayes who is a black male victim of white supremacy uh he came out this was recently like within the last four or five years uh he came out and said hey i'm a scientist i study all this it looks like some of these chemicals might be changing the sexual behavior of certain animals might be doing the same thing to people no argument there but that would require a lot more detail like we've had some people they write whole books just on that one topic which I've said before it's a lack of detail like if you just want to cover every single aspect of white supremacy racism in this one book that's about 400 pages maybe you're really not going to be able to get into very much detail about anything you're just going to kind of be hitting the surface on lots of things which is what this book does and that's one of many reasons why I found this to be very non-constructive, even with the homosexual component. If you want to talk about that, to have somebody discuss this and chalk most of this up to food and have no mention of sexual abuse that is rife within the system of racism, white supremacy. And maybe that might be a leading uh, contributor in all this sexual confusion. The number of folks that get molested, raped, particularly the high incidents of this sort of abuse that happens to young children and how that ends up having a lifelong uh, impact on males and females we talked about that in uh, Dr. Curry's The Man uh, uh, Rethinking all the books that the investor just mentioned I think Delectable Negro uh, the number of children that get impacted by that just that's such a major um, area of discussion to just have that kind of simplified to food and diet you have folks who are vegan plant-based and they're still engaged in that behavior uh lots of things many many things uh contribute to that um wow what a lame book i'd rather be listening to whitney houston uh let's see there's some important contradictions i don't really have a whole lot to say because i just want to get done let's just get done and pick a better book um Let's see. Some of the major contradictions I do want to make sure I get out. Oh, that's in the sec. Can't even get that one until we get to the second portion because that is the second portion. So one, I have to wait. Um, let's see. He says on page three twenty nine, the biochemically altered African is a walking time bomb of diseases and mental confusion who may have illogical, emotional, spiritual, mental, and or disease outbursts from the cyclic behavior of synthetic chemicals pause right there and in my view this is just you know there's not one non-white person in the known universe including Dr. Africa when he was alive who can truthfully say that I've not been altered in an adverse manner because of the system of white supremacy I don't care if you eat uh, natural organic whole based foods your entire life your mother ate natural organic plant-based foods her entire life your father i don't care if you're sub i think somebody says there's no way possible to be a victim a subject of white supremacy racism and say that you're healthy somebody says that i think the person who says that the book is referenced suggested at the end of this text so if that's the case to just keep saying you got these biochemically altered africans and negropeans and nutritional it doesn't even make sense. That's everybody. Oh, no, nah, that's something I've emphasized before. When we start getting in that language and way of talking as though it's you 
non-white people who are messed up you all that are eating the wrong foods and doing the wrong thing and not doing this you all are messed up and walking time even that that metaphor you're a walking time bomb like wow bombs are are violent dangerous explosive now i mean you can take that position but i would say that would be any victim of white supremacy racism particularly if you got somebody that's running around name calling other black people i would for sure say whoa this person could be dangerous that name calling frequently leads to conflict uh let's see All of this about the uh, treatment for home. Again, uh, the title of this book is Mr. and Mrs. Negro. They ate themselves to death. That's the cover art on the text title changes depending on which edition you have. But the cover art, bam, that's what I got. If that's the case, I would rather have more details on that as opposed to your treatment strategy for converting homosexuals. Not saying that there's not a value for that, but that seems like something that could be a whole nother book with a lot more detail uh, in addition to even the first step in the treatment bond to ma'at ma'at justice cannot does not exist in a system of white supremacy incidentally even as he talked about the homosexuality component I said wow we've talked about this a few times throughout the book the black people victims in the U.S. are not eating the same foods, are not subject to the exact same component of white supremacy racism as the black people on the continent. If that's true, the way that homosexuality is operating being promoted here would have to be a little different than how it's operating on the continent. More detail. That's what I'm saying about more detail. There's not really very much detail. If you just want to kind of go skimming over lots of subjects and dropping things along with all the errors and typos, skimming over a lot of things, that's great not really helpful and particularly not helpful for what I was looking for with the cover thinking that this would be a book more about diet uh, and food and even incidentally on that point uh, with these herbs so he spent a good chunk of time in the section we talked about this week with homosexuality that's incorrect how it's promoted by racists through food and other means he goes from that we got the homosexual addiction and steps in treatment we go from that to herbs that's on 322 so we have homo homosexual addiction steps in treatment that's on 319 for me 322 herbs there's no transition to how we got there there's not even an explanation in terms of well what do you do with these herbs what quantity of these herbs are there substitutes let's say I go to the store and I can't find uh, echinacea I can't find chickweed I can't get you know ginkgo if I can't get these what would I sub them with how would I inquire is this for everybody is this just a part of the homosexual treatment that's why I said it's so poorly organized I'm not even really sure how to use some of the information that is presented again some of it also just because it's jumping from so many different subjects it's not really focused and well organized on much of anything in particular lots of reasons why I say this book is not logical and it's not even helpful in terms of helping listeners when you write there is a method 
there is a procedure for writing to maximize comprehension for your readers to make sure they get the information. They went through all this trouble to purchase your book, borrow your books and read it. You want to make sure that they get the information, not to just throw a bunch of slop on the pages and hope for the best. We're almost at the end, so you can judge for yourself what we got here. I'll stop there. Other folks have comments that they would like to share. If we missed you completely, you should definitely make sure you spoke up. The caller who dialed in, you said you had comments to share. Yes. Now, proceed. Uh, yes, in terms of the name calling, Negro just means black. Just just means black. Uh, ignorant means just not to know. And Uncle Tom used as a, a, a slur is actually incorrect. Uncle Tom was a, uh, a person by the name of Josiah Henson. And, and, and Josiah Henson was not exactly a Tom. So these, these, these things that you mentioned aren't really names. Now, now, now Coon and Sambo, yeah, those are derogatory terms. And I wouldn't use those. And nor do I use ignorant, uh, Negro or Oakland Tom. Um, so those aren't really names. You know, they're just, they're, they're, they're derived, like, again, Negro is just black. Yeah, that's that's all. Um, I'm you, my line. All right. Uh, within the context of this text, this is not a matter of judgment. Within the context of this text, you are incorrect. He has consistently not used Negro as a substitute for black. He, like many other people, has used Negro in a pejorative sense. Uh, most of the time in this book, he's been using African and black, and that's what he says at the beginning that he uses those as synonyms not Negro and I can just wait I'm not going to waste my time and energy to flip through this book to find Negro again but it's in here many times and it's not uh, unusual many of the folks we've had some of his guests on this program they use Negro pejoratively they mean Negro when they're talking about other black people who are misbehaving in their view doing something they don't agree with eating the wrong foods uh, involved in white people's religious practices or food practices or whatever it is that is consistent and that is throughout this text I have not sat here for two months uh, and seen the word Negro I just thought, oh no that's and even beyond Negro Uncle Tom no sir that was certainly pejorative last week name calling is calling anybody a name they do not call themselves I've never heard Whitney Houston say oh yeah I'm a nutritional Uncle Tom I've never heard Bill Cosby say oh yeah I'm a nutritional Uncle Tom I've never heard Anita Baker say, oh, yeah, I'm a nutritional Uncle Tom. And in fact, I've never heard a black person call another black person and say, oh, yeah, I'm not name calling. I'm not name calling at all. That's I'm, I'm showing you some 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 love. You're my black brother, my black sister. This is a venerated black. No, sorry. And again, I would kind of look at somebody a little sideways like we didn't sit here like I didn't narrate this text for the last two months hearing Negro pen, Negro Uncle Tom. We even got fictional Uncle Tom thrown in last week. So no, in the context of this book, you are incorrect and generally you are incorrect. Most of the time when people use the term Negro, pay attention. You can use context. Do they just mean they're talking about someone else who's classified as black? Because that's kind of antiquated. Most people don't even say Negro now when they mean black. They don't even have Negro on the census anymore. They took that off. Other folks have comments they need to get in. 
rant. We are a little bit closer to the end. Did you have something else you need to get in? Yes. Um, Negro is used. Do you have something else? I'm done with that. I'm done with that. We're done with that. Do you have something else you need to get to? No, I guess you're right. This is what this is about, I guess. (laughs) Doesn't have to be about I'm right. We read the book for two months, so it's in the archives. Either I'm correct or I'm not. I'm saying in this book, Negro, the context has been flagrant. Anybody else have comments they need to get in? Second audio segment, worst book ever. Uh, We are picking up chapter four. Five, very beginning of chapter five. I think this is the last one. And oh, there's one more. I think we're at least getting all the way through chapter five for today. Context of white supremacy, Dr. Layla O. Africa. <sighs> Nutritional destruction of black people. Give us strength, Father. Chapter five Chemical Madness. At some point, like right away, We are going to have to deal with the destructive effects of fast food, TV, integration, and village breakdown. Kiari T.H. Cheatwood Chemical Madness Deficient junk food diet increase life expectancy decrease Average life expectancies at birth The map shows countries where the average life expectancy at birth is within the age limits stated below. The graph show the percentage of the total world population born in countries belonging to the different groups. 38 to 46 years. Developing countries in Africa and Southeast Asia have the lowest average life expectancy figures. This is related to the nutrient-poor diets, synthetic chemicalized food, and Caucasian land control in Africa list of some African countries in the 38 to 46 years life expectancy group Mauritania Senegal, Mali Guinea, Sierra Leone Liberia, Ivory Coast Upper Volta, Ghana, Togo Niger, Zambia Malawi, Nigeria Chad, Cameroon, Gabon Congo, Zaire Angola, Namibia Botswana, Zimbabwe Equatorial Guinea Mozambique, Somalia, Ethiopia, and Madagascar. 66 to 74 years. North America and European countries are in this group. Denmark, Iceland, Norway, and the Netherlands all have the highest figure of 74 years. This verifies the Caucasians' deliberate attempt to exterminate Africans. The EPA estimates that chemicalized indoor air is 1,000 times worse than chemicalized outdoor air. Some of the possible effects of indoor air pollution are bronchial constriction, cancer, depression, dizziness, drowsiness, eye, skin, and nasal irritation, fatigue, headaches, memory loss, pulmonary irritation, gynecological problems, respiratory irritation, shortness of breath, slow poisoning the EPA estimates that 20% of all workers will get a major illness from chemicalized indoor air pollution common contaminants in your building are 
animal dander, bacteria, benzene, carbon monoxide, carbon tetrachloride, dust, dust mites, formaldehyde, mildew, mold, noxious fumes, odors, pollen, radiation toxins, smoke, static electricity, sulfur dioxide, viruses. Contaminants can originate from adhesives, air dust, appliances, cleaning supplies, cleaning supplies, concrete, construction materials, drapes, dry cleaned clothing, electric cables, furnaces, gas burners, new fabrics and carpets, paint, glues, particle board, particle boards, pets, plywood, wallpaper. Do you live in a sick home? Do you work in a sick home? Do you attend a sick school? Noise pollution. Noise pollution. Noise above 60 decibels is toxic, drains melanin, and can cause mental fatigue. Research has shown that performance errors can occur within 10 minutes of exposure to 100 decibels. Some common noise levels. Whisper, 20 decibels. The average home, 40 decibels. The average car, 70 decibels. The average airliner, cabin, 85 decibels. Subway station, 105 decibels. 12-pound cannon blast, 300 decibels. 100 decibels is considered very noisy, while 140 is painful. Go up to 160 decibels and deafness occurs. Another 40 to 200 decibels can kill. 70 decibels, loud radio in an average house, a noisy restaurant, ghetto traffic, this type of noise makes it difficult to hear telephone conversations. 80 decibels, road construction site, this sounds twice as loud as 70 decibels. 90 decibels, loud shout, busy street, this sounds four times as loud as 70 decibels is annoying and causes neurological damage after eight hours of continuous exposure. 100 decibels, subway station, running printing press, train horn 33 yards away, this noise is eight times as loud as 70 decibels. 110 decibels, sheet metal grinding, loud music, this is 16 times as loud as 70 decibels and requires shouting to be heard. 130 decibels, pneumatic chipping and riveting machines from the operator's position. This is 64 times as loud as 70 decibels. Shouts can't be heard. This noise level is considered intolerable. Toxic noise sound levels can damage the ear over time. Ritalin, a type of crack cocaine. Stimulant medication side effects. Common initial side effects. Abdominal pain, anorexia, easy crying, emotional, oversensitivity, headaches, irritability, weight loss. Less common side effects, anxiety, decreased social interest, depression, dysphoria, or exaggerated feelings of depression and unrest without apparent cause. Hypersensitivity rash, conjunctivitis or hives, impaired cognitive test performance, insomnia, insomnia, less than expected weight gain nervous habits, 
Rebound Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, Rebound Overactivity and Irritability, Withdrawal Effects, Rare but Potentially Serious Side Effects, Depression, Growth Retardation, Hypertension, Motor Tics, Psychosis with Hallucinations, Tachycardia, Tourette's Disorder, Stereotyped Activities or Compulsions. Side effects reported with Silert only chemical hepatitis, choreoform movements, dyskinesias, lip licking or biting, night terrors. Psychiatric terms, meanings, psychological terms are political and social tools used to manipulate and control blacks. They define blacks as dysfunctional. This makes blacks beneficial for Caucasian society. Aggressive tantrum equals aimless, thrashing, flailing limbs, wiggles legs. Attention deficit, easily distracted, loses things, fails to finish task, doesn't listen. Dementia, forgetful, memory problems, developmental arrhythmic disorder difficulty understanding and solving mathematical problems draptomania a mental illness which causes a slave to think about running away from the plantation or attempt to escape from freedom dysesthesia athiopes a mental illness which causes a slave to be disrespectful or disobedient to a slave master dyslexia fails literacy test misspells words cannot read puts letters backwards Hereditary violent genetic disease, protesting, acting militant or confronting white supremacy or expressing doubt about white authorities at risk social conditions which genetically make you inferior. Hyperactivity, impulsive, constantly moving, excess talking, impatient, makes excessive mistakes, excessive running and or climbing. Hypoactivity, withdrawn, passive, plays alone talks very little, seems lost. Oppositional defiance disorder, acting independent, having self-identity. Pain disorder, having headaches, backaches. Passive tantrum, frown, cries, grimaces, beats on objects, furniture, throws and or breaks objects. Persecution complex, getting into confrontations with others, getting into fights. The above terms are political and social and are used to manipulate and control black folks in order to make them dysfunctional and an economical benefit to Caucasians. Hyperactivity Attention Deficit Disorder Supplements B vitamins equal nervousness, stress, mood, swings, fear, depression, anxiety, concentration, tantrums. Calcium, nervous, stomach, tingling, arms and legs, cramps, inattentive, irritable, angry, sleep disturbance. GABA, anxiety, stress, pain, depression. Ginkgo or go-to cola equals memory, concentration. Glutamine equals memory, concentration. Glycine reduces aggression. Manic depression, sugar substitute. Magnesium, irritability, confusion, nervousness, jerking muscles, noise sensitivity, constant eye twitching, muscle spasms, tremors, pain. 
Nisinamide equals calmative, improves circulation. Phenylalanine equals turns into tyrosine and dopamine. Pyridoxine equals calmative, irritated nerves. Taurine equals anticonvulsant, anti-anxiety, eye problems. Tyrosine equals stress, anxiety, depression. Vitamin E equals slowly enhances learning. Zinc equals fatigue, lost taste, alertness, decreased appetite, healing. Hyperactivity and ADD misconceptions. Misconception 1. He'll outgrow it. This is often stated when the child is young. It is a lifelong behavioral and thought process which the child can adjust to in a positive manner. Misconception number two, the ADD child just needs a good spanking and firm discipline. Many parents have failed trying this and few have been successful. There are specific appropriate behavioral techniques which are consistent non-punitive punishments that work over 80% of the time. Misconception number three, the ADD behavior and thought patterns cause a dysfunctional lifestyle. There are adults who have ADD who adapted to it and have developed ways to coping with effect. Chemically induced teen suicide. Blacks in the USA are number one in the world in black teen suicide. The below vitamin deficiency causes suicide and behavioral problems in school. One, low vitamin B intake causes mental and emotional imbalances in teen. Two, teen junk food diets are deficient in vitamin B content. Three, they addictively consume sodas, junk foods, and alcohol, which biochemically reduce already critically low levels of vitamin B in the body, dehydrate the cells, and cause nutritional starvation. Four, the signs of vitamin B deficiency are characterized by delusions, disorientation, mood swings, and depression. These symptoms are consistent with early beriberi, a thymine, and vitamin B deficiency disease. Five, the major symptoms of vitamin B deficiency are anxiety, fear, depression, hostility, rage, vagueness, forgetfulness, instability, craving for sweets, mental confusion, vague fear, mindless sex, irritability, and a constant feeling that something dreadful is about to happen. Black children and adults. I want you in prison. Blacks nutritionally deficient consuming chemicalized junk foods and legal and illegal drugs are at a higher risk for crimes and prison court is where the negative behaviors caused by malnourishment from junk food goes on trial the food industry is found innocent while the black consumer on junk food is found guilty and sent to jail the food industry's nutritional crime is turned into a misdemeanor or felony crime McDonald's uses addictive synthetic chemicals sex hormones that stimulate hypersex sublime sex conditions their commercials create self-hatred in black folks by using menstrual clown character commercials that psychologically help black consumers to hate themselves have an increase in sales white spots on black folks skin the effect of junk foods meat drugs sunlight deficiency synthetic chemicals and nutritional deficiencies causes melanin deficiency cellular and food waste constipation sunlight deficiency, retention of waste in body due to salt addiction, radiation toxicity, lymph gland congestion, excessive sex or sex stimulation, 
loud sounds, toxic liver, unable to metabolize food properly, body too acidic to use nutrients, fungus infections, severe vitamin C and D deficiency, potassium deficiency, micronage of cells, vitamin A, B, and or iron anemia. Partial birth abortions, the murder of late-term unborn babies by sucking out brain. The black mother is drugged and the murdered baby parts are sold. Guided by ultrasound, the abortionist grabs the baby's leg with forceps. The abortionist delivers the baby's entire body except for the head. The baby's leg is pulled out into the birth canal. The abortionist jams scissors into the baby's skull. The scissors are opened to enlarge the hole. The abortionist punches a hole into the base of the skull with a scissor. He spreads the scissors to enlarge the opening. The abortionist removes the scissors and puts a suction catheter into the hole and sucks out the brain. With the catheter still in place, he pulls the fetus out to the to he uterus of the mother. Murder tops the causes of death among infants. Parents on junk food and legal drugs murder more infants. 10,370 injury-related infant deaths were reported between 1983 and 1991. After murder, which accounted for 23% of the deaths, the leading causes were suffocation, 18%, car accidents, 15%, fires, 9%, drowning, 7%, choking on food, 7%, choking on objects, 6%, other intentional injuries, 11%, and injuries, undetermined intent, 4%. Infants were more likely to die of injuries, including murder, if their mothers were young, unmarried, and had little education, and their diets tended to be junk foods, nutrient deficient. New York Post, Sunday, April 18, 1999. Looks to die for. Methyl methacrylate, MMA, can rip nails off fingers, cause nerve problems and severe rashes, and over the long term hurt kidneys, livers, and fetuses. Federal Food and Drug Administration officials ruled in the early 1970s that MMA is poisonous when used on nails. Acrylic nails, often called sculptured nails, should cost $35 to $40 a set. MMA nails usually $20 or less. MMA has a super strong, sweet, fruity smell that's distinct from other acrylics. The manicurist has to severely abrade the surface of the nail until it is very rough, called the shag carpet look, to get the MMA to stick. Fake nails made with MMA are almost impossible to get off, even after soaking them in acetone for hours. Orange chemical liquid. Orange juice, commercial orange juice, can have dangerous amounts of the following. 1. Water extracted soluble orange solids. 2. Dehydrated water extracted soluble orange solids. 3. Commuted oranges. 4. Dehydrated commuted oranges. 5. Dehydrated extract of commuted oranges. 6. Juicy orange pulp for manufacturing. 7. Dehydrated Juicy Orange Pulp for Manufacturing 8. Non-Carbonated Flavored Beverage 9. Concentrate for Flavored Beverage 10. Powdered Flavored Beverage 
11. Orange drinks and diluted orange drinks. 12. Concentrates for orange drinks. 13. Powdered orange drinks. 14. Orange flavored drinks. 15. Concentrates for orange flavored drinks. 16. Powdered orange flavored drinks. 17. Concentrated water extracted orange juice. 18. Orange blend. 19. Orange juice drink. 20. Orange drink. 21. Concentrate for diluted orange juice beverages. 22. Orange juice drink and blended orange juice drink. 23. Concentrate for orange juice drink and for blended orange juice drink. 24. Powdered orange juice drink and powdered blended orange juice drink. 25. Concentrate for orange drink. 26. Concentrate for orange flavored drink. 27. Powdered orange flavored drink. Condom. Rubber coffins. Latex and chemical poisons. Condoms cannot prevent emotional pain. Condom failure rate for pregnancy prevention is 13 to 31%. Condom research. Latex condoms may have voids, approximately 5 microns in size that occur naturally during the manufacturing process. The powder in condoms causes cysts and tumors. The spermicide causes cancer. The condoms fail to prevent one in every three HIV infections. Sexually transmitted viruses and bacteria can pass through the voids in a latex condom. The latex condom causes chlamydia, pelvic inflammatory disease, PID, and cancer of the female reproductive system. Disease by blood type. Africans are higher in type A and B with a normal level of type O, have a moderate RH negative level, very rare RH and RHO. The body's low melanin content, white blood cells, sacrifice themselves in order to protect the high melanin content red blood cells. The synthetic chemicalized junk food diet causes specific diseases amongst blood types. Chemical, malt liquor, and beer. Methanol. Ethanol. Butanol. Isobutanol. White sugar. Acetylhyde. Histamine. Phenol. Propanol isopentol, cobalt, lead, iron, carbon dioxide. Viagra, citrate salt of sildenafil, increase and disturbs blood inflow to brain, glands, eyes, lungs, heart, lover, kidney, prostate. Chemical, nitric oxide, Viagra cause abnormal increase in nitric oxide. High concentration is narcotic. Burns and irritates skin. Decreases oxygen. Explodes cells. Used in explosives and fertilizers nitric oxide. Side effects. Headaches. Infections. Urinary tract infections. Peptic ulcers. Arthritis, chest pain, mood swings, frequent urination, incontinence, multiple myeloma, blood cancer, hypotension, diabetic problems, hypertension, weakens immunity, lung and nasal congestion, blurred vision, dizziness, back pain, heart problems, depression, thirst, increases breast size, colds and influenza, sickle cell, flushing, nerve problems, bleeding disorder. Almost done.
almost done so thankful I'm overjoyed I was going to say I might play Stevie Wonder next week don't know if he's a nutritional Uncle Tom too but um, I think it'll be justice we'll get the last word from when Dr. Africa was here I think she had a few comments or so about his uh, visit that'll be next week thank you white Jesus we are all done next Thursday new book overjoyed mm. this week one thing I do want to make sure I emphasize man oh man I, I hope folks have heard Gus T say over the years value your time and energy the system of racism white supremacy encourages non-white people to waste their time on a lot of things Netflix reality television programs anything really uh, other than focusing on replacing the system of white supremacy with justice but they will do a lot of things to encourage us to waste our time value your time no one on this planet has infinite time value Whitney Houston value your time and energy that said, one of the reasons that I am not paying, if you go back, this was predicted. <laughs> not like Dr. Welsing uh, predicted that, you know, President Trump was going to be in the White House. But I said, when we started reading this book very early on, I could tell, oh, man, this is a poorly written book. I'm not going to enjoy this. And if I have to read this, I'm going to be very salty by the time we get to the end, because this is going to be a much greater investment of my time and energy to narrate and then have to come and host the program and wade through all this nonsense. I said that at the beginning, I begged if we could get somebody to at least narrate, then I don't have to narrate. So maybe I'll be a little happier. Probably wouldn't have had much of an impact, but it maybe would have helped a little bit. I said all that at the beginning to get to the end. I just want to go back to rewind to the portion about Negro really quick. I didn't say I could be wrong. I spoke definitively. I said the caller who said that about Negro, I said, you're incorrect. Time and energy. I said also today, I get to repeat myself a few times. I said conclusively, anybody. You are pleased. You think this is a quality book. Enjoyed it well-written constructive information I would look at them suspiciously I would question their logic that's how much is incorrect about this book it's not a, a question of do you connect to the information it's there is a lack of logic an appalling lack of logic in this book that's manifested in a number of different ways time and energy I wouldn't want to invest my time and energy grappling with somebody around basic tenets of logic particularly if it seems like they you know they really are holding on like to some of that illogic Ooh, I would question how much time and energy I would devote to that and I absolutely would not want to devote time and energy to this book so going back to Negro definitive so this is the forward very beginning of the book kind of setting the groundwork foundation for what this here thing is about Dr. Africa writes in this book, I may refer to African Americans as Africans. Basically, the health of all Africans, diaspora included, is controlled by diseased Caucasians. He didn't say anything about Negro in that portion. African American, Africans. I think someone had pointed that out before that synonyms, what I said. Now you get to the bottom of the page. This is the foreword. And he writes. <clears throat> 
This Caucasian information control creates a scientific plantation and information colonialism. I use some Caucasian references within the text for those Negroes still on the information plantation. Now, he doesn't explain the term Negro, so we don't have a great definition of him. Oh, this is what I mean when I say Negro. So we'll have to use context. So you can look at the context of that sentence and decide for yourself and all the other sentences in the text where Dr. Africa uses the word Negro and conclude, does he just mean a black person or is this a form of name calling? I'll read the sentence one more time. I used some Caucasian references within the text for those Negroes still on the information plantation. Great sentence. I'll take a double there since I had a double whammy of repulsiveness having to listen to and narrate this text. The lack of logic. That's the thing that I keep coming back to. There's a lack of logic in this book. There's a lack of understanding accurately what racism, white supremacy is, how it works. There are a lot of inaccuracies in the book, inaccuracies in the text, period, which is a problem, which is repulsive for me. Strive for accuracy. Some idiot says that all the time. Strive for accuracy. I fall short of that mark myself, but strive for accuracy. Within all that, the logic, we are on a global plantation. Everybody is still on the plantation of white supremacy racism. I don't know anyone, whether you are eating a raw, organic, whole foods diet every day, 15 pounds of organic spinach a week, you're still on the plantation of white supremacy racism. The number is 605-313-5164. The code is 564 three pound press star six one if you would like to participate i'm so glad we're almost done i can't believe it one more session Woo! worst book ever 605-313-5164 the code five six four nine four three pound press star six one if you would like to participate uh, folks that are with us had a hand up. If you didn't get to share at all during the first audio segment and you have commentary, make sure you get your hand up. Uh, if you have comments, we'll definitely make sure you get time in. But if not, we don't have to hang out for the full hour. But if folks have commentary they want to share, you didn't get to speak the first time. Definitely press star six one and we will get you on the line. Retired firefighter. I think our other caller, you all should be with us. I'll check for other folks as well. Yes, sir. Um, sounds like more of the same uh, with the text. Uh, my thoughts on the terms Negro and Uncle Tom. I first start with Uncle Tom. Uh, I'm aware of the uh, the uh, I could be wrong by using this term, but I'll use it anyway because that's the only thing I can think of right now. I am not the smartest person that you've heard today. Uh, the 
understand the folklore behind the uh, term Uncle Tom that was uh, understood through history with that exact person. But the context within this literature was talking about it from a negative standpoint, period. Once again, and I said it before about this book, because I was alive and not well. I was alive during the period when uh, this was uh, uh, the different uh, speakers uh, and the uh, reason for having uh, non-white black people. Uh, and I would say, you know, they were you know, the people who came to spend their money to listen to a person. Uh, they were there. Uh, this was a part of the rhetoric uh, of that result into literally on what is called name calling to anyone who is either in unagreement and or uh, not to the uh, speaker's uh, perceived level of understanding of the system of racism and white supremacy, they would be subjected to uh, name calling. Uh, I would say uh, Malcolm X uh, was a proprietor of it. Uh, he actually, before he was murdered, was apologized uh, for doing so uh, himself. Uh, that is that is a, an actual recording. Uh, you can anyone who wants to uh, confirm that can listen to it themselves. Um, and uh, the term Negro, from my understanding, uh, was first scientifically, scientifically dissected by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, uh, in turn with the, uh, his uh, uh, understanding of it and primarily talking to uh, the members of his organization, the Nation of Islam. Uh, and in turn, people like Malcolm X, who were spokespersons for the organization, uh, basically uh, shared that information, that scientific information about the uh, negative terminology to the term Negro to the uh, greater uh, uh, masses of non-white people. Uh, I would say definitely in this part of the world, it probably went even further than that because I hardly ever hear it now. And when that, when that term is utilized, especially during that time and today, that is not meant to be a compliment at all. It's not meant to be a compliment at all. It's meant to be a, either a, uh, a quote-unquote joking insult or a deliberate, mean-spirited insult, one or the other. And that's, that's a reality. That's not just my opinion. That's a reality. Thank you. It needs to cease and desist. Mm. I put it that way. Mm. It needs to cease and desist and only call a person by the name they would like to be called. Mm. No name calling. No name calling. Uh, the only... 
only point of emphasis I would add again why Gus T is especially uh, disgusted with this text has been for weeks now might be months at this point uh, it is 2020 I mean you want to talk about the gulf between racist man racist woman racist child and victims of white supremacy why Neely Fuller Jr. whose book is recommended uh, in this very text who also says no name calling uh, why he says we are pitiful primitive and stupid pitiful primitive and stupid 2020 in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis you got space launch all kinds of technology in the midst of all of this and we are having to go over uh, no name calling maybe we cannot call each other coon that's like grade school right I thought that's what you do in first grade uh, uh, just call him his name is not coon Timmy Susan his name is not Negro her name is Francis Lord have mercy enormous 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 gulf not to mention the typo oh that's one thing you heard me repeat certain phrases and words exactly that wasn't an accident that wasn't Gus T just being goofy those were typos where sometimes he just repeats the same word in the book other folks uh, comments questions they want to make sure they get in Uh, can I speak again? Uh, feel free. But it was somebody else. Go ahead. Uh, well, I hadn't even got their line unmuted yet, so they can take a moment to get settled. Uh, if you want to finish your thought. Oh, okay. Uh, man, I just forgot about my thought. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, what was I about to say? Oh, there, there were there. I mean, mixed in, mixed in with the uh, uh, incorrect grammar, there, there, there is some strong evidence of some helpful hints that I think I understand on those who were were stating, and I and I would say they are rightfully, you know, rightfully so in their stating uh, that uh, the the book helped them. Uh, if I if I had the, the physical book with me, and I had a you know one of those yellow markers, there is some things in that book that I can 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 underline in that book yellow in that book that can be quite helpful that I that I either didn't know prior to, and then what I would do scientifically is is match it with logic, and then state you know. Dr. Africa, you know, is is saying something that I uh, did not think of prior to, and it makes logical sense. But unfortunately, it's it, from from what I've been hearing because I don't have the physical uh, uh, book in front of me. Uh, it, it it it's it just mixed with too many too many things that uh, would get in the way of the of the logic of what he's saying and uh uh it was just in some cases it's it just not uh 
constructive as far as, like I said, the name calling and whatnot. As far as they can say, it's unnecessary. But uh, there, I, I, almost every time that you make a, 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 a book reading portion, I can hear some things that, that, do make, that do make sense that I hadn't thought of. As far as it tells me that he has some, he has knowledge about about uh, uh, how this particular uh, 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 narcotic or drug is, what it is, and why it's it's uh, destructive to uh, the intake of non-white people, especially you know, in this case, he was talking about children. Uh, I've you know, comparable with uh, people like uh, Dr. Umar Johnson, who mentioned about uh, what's that drug they give children? Ritalin. In uh, in, in Ritalin, and what he he just mentioned about Ritalin, and 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 Dr. Umar calls it legalized crack, which I, which I'm okay with that. You know, it's, it's like a metaphor, but I'm okay with that because it, it, I would say it is somewhat of a uh, connecting equivalent between the two. You know, in itself, uh, I, I was suggested to give that to my my offspring, and I did, and I refuse to do it. I refuse to do it. He's sitting about two feet from me right now <laughs> on the computer. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, yeah, uh, uh, that's the uh, what I can see that is potentially constructive uh, in the uh, in the books. Thank you. Much obliged, uh, retired firefighter, uh, red in Ohio should be with us. If you have commentary to share. Hello. Thank you for allowing me to share. Hello everyone. Um, I was also, um, I'm glad the retired firefighter mentioned it, um, about the whole, uh, Negro being used in the pejorative sense. I was thinking, I was thinking the exact same thing about Malcolm X and even I could even like picture um, looking over some YouTube videos of him um, either doing interviews or having speeches or um, giving speeches. And that was one of the things that he would say, like, you know, well, those Negroes and stuff like that. And that, that was, you know, not in a, in a good sense. The, <laughs> the most recent time I've heard, Negro being used in a positive sense was the in the Beyonce song um, Formation. She says, I like my Negro nose. and No, I like, um, no, it was, she said, I like my Negro something and my Jackson 5 nostrils, something like that. But that's the most recent time that I've heard Negro being used in a positive sense. Um, but to the book, um, like the retired firefighter as well, I have been able to pick out a few things, but it's not consistent. And like he was saying, you know, you have to have a highlighter or something to be able to pick out like the few things. And I was actually thinking about it in percentage wise, like maybe like 30 to 40% of the book. If you really um, focused you may be able to pick up some good things. Even like there was a part with malt liquor and it just sounded like he was just listing the chemicals in malt liquor. And I'm like, okay, I guess that would be good. And then you basically have to go and research it yourself. The Ritalin part being um, crack cocaine. I didn't hear the first segment. So that would have been interesting to listen to the herbs. Um, there was the part about the chemical, 
chemicalized indoor air is a thousand times worse than chemicalized outdoor air, which I guess, you know, that, that makes sense because it's concentrated usually, um, unless you have a nice circulation, your air is just going to kind of in the house stay stagnant. Uh, and I think he said that was from the EPA. So at least that was one white man reference. Um, I also picked up on the redundancy of some words uh, starting in the chemical air section. There was cleaning cleaning supplies and there were some other words. And then there was also insomnia. And I assume when he was speaking about, um, um, there was the, I forgot what it's called, that erectile dysfunction, um, Viagra maybe. Uh, I think... It was lover instead of liver as far as it having some type of effect on maybe the liver instead of, or maybe it had an effect on the person's liver. I don't know. Um, The part, and I think maybe I missed it because I don't know if I just wasn't listening close enough, but there was a part about the sounds and um, the decimals and stuff like that. I don't know if at the beginning of that section, if there was a mention as to why he was going to go over the different decimals, like 30 decimals for a whisper and, um, and then it increased with like machinery and stuff like that. I know at the end of the, um, the section, it was, he kind of, I, I heard him talk about how that was detrimental but maybe there was mention of it before. I was a little bit confused. Uh, I did want to ask a question. I just want to make sure I understood correctly. When he was talking about the different disorders, I think there was the um, oppositional defiance disorder. One of the characteristics, it sounded like he said having self-identity. Maybe I misunderstood that, but that kind of didn't make sense to me. I thought, having some type of self-identity was a good thing unless you were um, self-absorbed. I don't know if maybe that was the, the, maybe the proper word. Um, And then uh, more confusion when it was, when the, I don't know, this portion of the reading was talking about abortions and like the scissors and, picking out part of the brain of the fetus and I don't know I just kind of got lost there I mean my line thank you uh much obliged uh read in Ohio oppositional defiance disorder is on page 359 uh, of the book for me uh and this is what I mean where detail I've said that throughout and it was especially acute in this week's section of the reading, there is not a lot of detail. There isn't even like writing. There is no, there's not even one sentence associated with oppositional defiance disorder. Okay. This section, it's just a lid. And that's something else I've said throughout this text. He just gives lots of lists. There's not really much detail about you know any particular topic most of the time sometimes he'll he'll stop and give a little more detail but frequently he will just present things when i mentioned anti-gravitational travel 
and there's no detail. I mean, much less reference. It's not even, you know, explained. All he has is oppositional defiance disorder equals acting independent, having self-identity. All of this is listed under psychiatric terms, meanings, psychological terms are political and social tools used to manipulate and control blacks. Didn't say Negroes. They define blacks as dysfunctional. This makes blacks beneficial for Caucasian society. And then he goes through his list and it's the same format. He just will give a term and then we'll give a list of a few characteristics, but they're not even, that's why I said some people write whole books where it would be a lot more detail. So I could give you my view. My interpretation would be that, you know, some black children get defined as oppositionally defiant or having oppositional defiance disorder for having self-identity for acting independent. You're not supposed to do that. If you're a black child, you're supposed to do what we say you're not supposed to have an identity. We tell you what your identity is. You're not supposed to be thinking independently. We tell you what to think like a black child who's displaying those qualities, as you said, that they would generally be a good thing. They get categorized. But I mean, that's what I mean. Why this book is trash. Now, that's just my interpretation. I might be wrong. But I'm just guessing it shouldn't be. And if you want to contrast a book that's in my top 10 that talks about some of these exact same themes, uh, the indoor air pollution, Harriet A. Washington, a terrible thing to waste. There is no portion of her book like this. None uh, where you just have a not even a sentence worth of explanation, a fragment of explanation. That's what you got. A fragment you would have gotten maybe a whole chapter on this in one of her take. Matter of fact, you did get a whole chapter because she talked about draftomania and some of these various and medical parts. I just had the wrong book also in my top 10. She has a whole chapter about draftomania and med- how they weaponize these medical disorders. It's not just a fragment. It's a whole chapter. And that's what I mean. That's the difference between why this book is, or one of many reasons why this book is trash. And I am so excited. It's going to be Kendlin going up next week burn 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 one less copy in the universe uh and the other thing so okay so we get page pages of fragments no sentences that's why i said this section was really incoherent because it's not connected it's not you know written out prose explaining anything it's just fragments uh term fragment of an explanation hopefully you get it red missed it maybe she's a you know plantation negro imbecile who doesn't understand Uh, so we got psychiatric terms meanings that's on 358 Uh, 360 is hyperactivity and ADD misconceptions that is three short paragraphs and done takes up barely half a page very next page chemically induced teen suicide that's one page with five bullet points you do get sentences there the very next page black children and adults I want you in prison you get a half page that's what I mean like you're not you're just getting little snippets snippets of him jumping from idea to idea and you're not even getting details to go along with that's what I said like this is a waste of time I would much rather just get one book on one of these topics I thought we were just getting one book on the nutrition but we didn't even get that you could do one book and go into a lot of detail 
on one of these as opposed to giving no detail, no reference, and a lot of errors and name calling going over, you know, a thousand different subjects. Jack of all trades, master of none. I hashtag that with this book consistently. And we got another major typo. And then that's what's like the the embarrassing uh, on 387, right? So on 386, it's chemical malt liquor and beer where he just, as you said, lists the chemicals that are in beer, not in any detail like cobalt, metal digestive problems. And then it's on to the next chemical. You have to go and do research if you want to know more about all this. So that's on 386. And it's basically just a, a graph. Uh, that's normally something I wouldn't even have read the chemicals because it's basically just a graph. Uh, but on 387, so we got Viagra, no detail, just hopping from subject to subject. We started with the decibels and all of that. The subtitle, so in big type, the biggest font on the page and bold face print. So this jumps out at you. Increase and disturbs blood flow to brain, glands, eyes, lungs, heart, lover, kidney, prostate. So in boldface print, the biggest typeset on the page, nobody looked at that and said, oh, wait a minute, uh, Dr. Africa. Uh, I think you meant liver there. Just, you know, switch that eye up. All right. All good. Nobody. And, and never mind. Embarrassing. Worst book ever. For many reasons. Uh, the decibels. All I can say is the title of this chapter is uh, Chemical Madness. Chemical Madness. So noise pollution counts, I guess. Uh, noise pollution. I think that might have been included in Harriet A. Washington, A Terrible Thing to Waste. I think because she talked about the bus depots and having a lot of travel and noise that that is important to be able to have a quiet area I think she did talk about that's not exactly chemical uh, yeah that's not exactly chemical that is yeah that's not exactly chemical so I don't know why that was included in uh, chemical madness yeah I don't know why that was included in chemical madness noise pollution is a problem but yeah I don't know why that would be uh, in the chemical madness section uh, let me see if I can flip back does he give any detail yeah, he doesn't really give any. I did think it was interesting. I didn't read it because he has uh, parentheses, but I'll share it. Uh, so he says the average car decibel is 70 decibels. Well, let me back up a little bit. So the average home, de- the average home, 40 decibels. The average car, 70 decibels in parentheses and some black homes and schools. Next, he has the average airline airliner cabin is 85 decibels in parentheses ghetto street noise. No, I didn't read those, but in my opinion, I said throughout you, let me just go back to the front cover. Again, you have what looks to be a black crow or buzzard on top of a tombstone. Here lies Mr. And Mrs. Negro. They ate themselves to death. Now I said from the very beginning that I thought that was kind of anti-black uh, and that I thought that that spirit, cause that's on the front cover that that spirit would pervade the book in my view there it is again like you don't think white neighborhoods are crowdy they don't have noise in white neighborhoods like really it's just ghetto neighborhoods that have all this excess noise that's comparable to an airliner cabin only black homes and schools are noisy Columbine when they had that shooting that wasn't noisy worst book ever the anti-blackness is stifling and I have what for time I have the book for one more week I have the physical copy of the book I am burning it 
I would not dare share this book with anybody. I have not highlighted anything constructive. The tidbits that are constructive, there are way better books with much better detail and references and no typos that I can read where I'm not going to be called names and I don't have to hear Whitney Houston called a nutritional Uncle Tom or anybody else. All I got is a book full of uh, nonsense and name calling. One more week and it's going to be kindling. Woot, woot, woot. Anybody else have comments they need to share? Got, got your point, Gus. Your different points. Uh, and I would say that uh, just the subject of non-white black uh, young people who are teenagers committing suicide, that, that subject uh, deserves a whole book unto itself. Let alone talking about, I think you said it was only devoted about a half a page or a page, something like that. You know, I mean, that's something that is, uh, unfortunately, is too common uh, in on this planet today as we speak. Amen. Agree 1,000%. And yes, uh, a half a page. That's what we got for uh, suicide. I do want wow. to add just... You know, that's important. That should not be glossed over that uh, because I know you talked about personally knowing folks who uh, committed suicide. And this was like recent, like uh, extremely uh, important, particularly given, you know, everything that we're going through right now where they're out of school. Most of them, I think, even at the collegiate level and yeah, all the chaos that's happening right now, much more than a page. Uh the contradictions, I thought there were some important contradictions. Like he has charts uh, a few times in here where he recommends uh, different like lotions that you can use for the skin. He had said before, like we shouldn't be using lotions. Like he had that big section talking about not greasing the baby and how Caucasians had this uh, superstitious practice of poor hygiene and using uh, sheep fat and lanolin. Uh, to coat their skin and perfume and all of this as opposed to having hygiene and just bathing with soap uh, and that they encourage us to put all these concoctions and greasy slimy things on our skin and lotion and all this and you know you should uh, take care of your skin from the inside by eating correctly I thought he had said all that before which again that's the type of thing that I'm not in I don't dispute I agree right okay no problem Uh, if you want to moisturize your skin I guess whatever but uh, eating correctly being the hallmark of it eating correct food they're just eating correctly eating whole foods fruits and vegetables drinking water man being able to drink water that hasn't been poisoned and polluted that can do a whole lot to take care of having great radiant melanated skin uh, they talked about that the folks uh, in Flint Michigan how it damaged their skin having all that poisoned what how could it not bathing in all that poisoned water uh, and what have you uh, all of that said um he comes back later on in the section that we read this week uh, and he talks about different lotions and what have you that you could possibly lose, use, sorry, use. And I said that before about he, he gave out recommendations for seasoning for the uh, meat and poultry uh, and eggs even. And I said, hmm, that's, you know, kind of contradicting what he said in the in the text. Anyway, uh, he also has a big chart on that I did not read just because, like I said, it's a chart and we generally don't read charts uh, for the book. Uh, club. Uh, so if you get the book, if you have it, or if you, you know, 
come across it at some point. Uh, you can flip to page 371 and there is a chart that takes up a couple pages and it just lists ingredients. It's not, again, it's not sentences and it doesn't have to be because it's a chart, uh, but it just lists uh, like the different chemicals and what have you uh, that are in uh, like hair relaxers uh, and no lie conditioners uh, some shampoos, some uh, conditioners. It just lists the chemicals, kind of like with the beer uh, that a star noted. Uh, no, I'm not noting it as incorrect. I'm just noting that I did not read this section. It's a chart, uh, and that might be something that you want to check out uh, in the book just if you're interested in more information, just about reasons to not chemically mutilate your hair, something that we've talked about on this program before. Uh, he also uh, has a form in the book. I'm not sure if this would be valid where you are. Um, but it's, it's an affidavit, a declaration of vaccination exemption. I am not sure if this would be valid. You would have to check because this book, or at least the version that I have was published in 1993 and they have changed a lot of these laws. I know just in California state and a lot of times these are state laws. So you'd have to check to see where you are uh, in terms of your state or your part of the world. But I know uh, like in California, in the U.S., they just changed the laws recently uh, for these vaccines to make this sort of thing much difficult to have this sort of form uh, to declare yourself exempt or your child uh, as being exempt uh, from these vaccinations. White people are making it difficult. And I mean, woo wee with the covid-19 situation. Wow. If they get a vaccine, I seriously doubt that this type of paper is going to be enough, especially for travel or maybe even for certain jobs. Uh, maybe for, tra- uh, like I said, for traveling, that type of thing uh, might not work, might not work, but it is in the book. He does have the form. Uh, it is affidavit declaration of vaccination exemption. Uh, I guess you could try to print it out if you'd like. Uh, it looks like a form that might have to be notarized or would have to be notarized. But again, you would probably have to check because I'm not sure if it would work. White people have been changing and making it more difficult uh, to exempt yourself uh, from getting these vaccines. And they've been talking about that a lot over the last two to three weeks in terms of people not wanting to get the vaccines, uh, even black people particularly. Uh, and then on the very next page, he has the same type of form, uh, and it is a religious exemption from immunization, uh, and that same would apply. Um, might be a great form to have, but I'm not sure. You'd probably have to check in terms of your state laws uh, and even updates, uh, because these laws might be changed and adjusted like any minute now, depending on you know how this plays out. So, uh, anything else, folks? Want to make sure they share, get in comments, questions, suggestions. He includes uh, footnotes on page 384, the section where he's talking about uh, condoms uh, and how they are potentially dangerous, uh, ineffective. Uh, I've heard that information uh, before. Seems like it might be valid, Uh, but he has footnotes, five of them just for this one page, which was kind of staggering. I read the portion at the beginning where he says he generally does not include references and footnotes uh, in the text. In my opinion, I would much rather like when you talk anti-gravitational travel, more detail footnote or two would have been nice. There are several other points in the book where having one footnote would have been helpful or one reference. And just for the condom portion alone, he has five references. Um, I just don't understand. Uh, I would be, if, if it's, you're not doing references, then, you know, let's not do them. If you're going to do references, then let's do references. I appreciate references. I think I've said that many, many times throughout the years that we've had the book club, uh, Harriet A. Washington, references we found other books uh, just by folks having 
references. I think we just finished uh, Dr. Sylvia Hood Washington packing them in references because she didn't just talk about violence against black people. Dr. Uh, Africa has the portion in this very book where he talked about white women participating in lynchings where I said, oh man, that's great. It'd be great to get more information on that, but he didn't have any references. Could have been a book that we could have read next up. No references. Sylvia Hood, Dr. Sylvia Hood Washington, she talked about violence and black people being bombed in Chicago. She had lots of references. I think she had a page almost of books where you could go and do additional research and be more informed. I see a tremendous value to that. Everybody satisfied? We good for the week? We'll assume folks are good. Wow. I am elated. Woo. One thing I do want to say, because nothing has changed. I think I said a few weeks ago, I wish someone would call in like, oh, man, this book is great. You don't know what you're talking about, Gus. Mean Negro is a term of endearment. I call all of my friends Negro. I call my mom a Negro. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that is fine. Uh, I did say I wish someone would call in for this here book uh, that I have had to sit through and narrate and read. Woo. I'm so glad to be done. I'm so glad to be done. I'm so glad to be done. Uh, they're just, they're better books that we could read. There's no reason in 2020 to have to strain and fight and struggle to see if I can extract constructive information from a text and paragraph after paragraph. I got to dodge name calling and typos and you can't even get the title of the sub chapter. Correct. You can't even get the typos there, whether it's supposed to be liver or lover. You can't even get the, the components of the brain named accurately in the text and then you're going to have the audacity to talk about how dumb and ignorant everybody is <sighs> we can do better we can do better strive for accuracy I will say it again strive for accuracy we will wrap this up next week and hopefully move on to a much better book uh, incidentally I'm going to read the comment next week but someone had the audacity to say that Gus T is hard on black authors especially critical of black authors the first thing I said was Gus T has hosted a book club for a decade I don't know how many people have hosted a book club for a decade but I have we have read a lot of black authors over that time. I don't think I have sat around and called them all names and said all of their books suck. I don't think anybody heard when we read Medical Apartheid, Gusty saying, wow, this is a coon here. This Harry Day. I don't I don't think that happened. We read two of our books. I don't think that happened either time. Me sitting around and complaining and saying it was wretched and terrible and I hated it. Ah, I don't think that happened. Dr. Sylvia Hood, Washington. We didn't just read her book in the book club. We had her on the program afterward. I don't think I said, you hussy. That is the worst book ever. I don't think that happened. We have read some books written by black authors that I have loathed. Absolutely. The hate you give. Black love is a revolutionary act. Wretched of the earth. There have been quite a few, but I mean, we've had a book club for a decade. So we've read a lot of books. Some of them have not been good. Written by black people. If anything, I would hope particularly because some of the books that I have hated the most 
are beloved like oh my gosh the hate you give is a bestseller they made a movie out of it for goodness sake uh wretched of the earth like france Fanon, is way more popular and beloved than i am by white people and victims of racism i'm saying pause for one second right there some of the very books that people turn to even black people even black people even black people that we turn to and say wow these are incredible books that tell us so much about racism white supremacy are totally wrong in this case trash but many of them like wow this is a book that people run around and say oh man you gotta read this if you want to understand racism you gotta read the hate you give oh man you want to understand why the negroes are running around and oh you gotta read france Fanon, wretched of the earth oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well <laughs> I can give you my assessment of it. Uh, we've done that. Both of those books, and they do not help you understand racism, white supremacy accurately at all. Not even close and cowbell on both of those. In the archives, you can go back and, and get the detail why, but being able to read critically is important. Uh, extremely important words are important in the system of racism, white supremacy, and white people do a really good job of promoting incorrect information, false concepts, incorrect ways of thinking about white supremacy, racism. It is very important to be able to accurately process that information when you read a book about racism or a book about anything. Hopefully we have helped uh, folks become better readers, more critical comprehenders uh, when they read literature uh, through the book club. Uh, and, and I was going to say hopefully, but I mean, I'm appalled. Uh, I think, I think we have helped one or 10, maybe more black people find a book or five written by a black author that I didn't think was terrible. Just maybe. Even forget the book club. Let's scrap the decade of the book club. We've had a lot of black authors on the program. I think we've managed to have enough of them on where I didn't call them a coon or a nutritional Uncle Tom and might have even had something constructive to say about what they have written over the years. Just maybe. Just maybe reading more important than watching television. Absolutely. Although I would much rather be watching television than reading this book. Believe Uh, we will be here tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, neutralizing workplace racism. Man, you talk about disruptive. Uh, The protests have disrupted uh, work for some black people. Uh, COVID-19 continues to disrupt work for black people Uh, 2020 has been a rough one uh, in many accounts can't even get a good book in the book club (laughs) Um, but we will try uh, to make sense and see if we can get through this as best we can we'll be here tomorrow 8pm Eastern 5pm Pacific much obliged for the folks who tuned in hope it was worthy of your time and energy this Thursday evening we could have been out protesting in the streets or you know doing all kinds of things uh sobriety would be best under conditions of white supremacy racism we will need our brain computer working at maximum efficiency to solve this problem in addition to being sober 
if you're going out and I still have the same recommendation, I know a lot of things are opening up and it's getting warm. Summer is actually coming and all that good stuff. Whoopee. Uh, I would still recommend being in the house. Um, they have been protesting. They have curfews and a lot of plays. Uh, enforcement officials are out. They are armed and excited uh, because of everything that's been going on the past week or so. Uh, you still got the, the Rona, allegedly. Uh, they still have lockdown and restrictions uh, in many areas. It's just not a good time to be out uh, gallivanting because uh, sometimes some of the people who end up getting injured or tear gassed or whatever it is, they weren't even protesting. They were just out, you know, trying to get a cheeseburger or trying to get groceries, trying to get that spinach. Uh, I would recommend being real strategic. Uh, if you're going to go out, I'm going to these specific places. I'm not hanging around. I'm being alert. I'm paying attention. If it looks like, you know, I'm hearing sirens or, you know, things are a little chaotic and scrap this. We'll try it again. I'm uh, just not taking any chances. It's just too much going on. And it's a lot of people armed. I've seen that where folks, uh, they said it was some situation. I forgot which, uh, which state it was, but it was within all these protests and things. It was a victim. They were out protesting or whatever you want to call it. And uh, it was a white person in a vehicle got aggressive with them and they approached this person. It turned out he had a firearm. A lot of these white people are armed uh, while they're out doing whatever they're doing. They might be with you protesting. They might be yelling against you. They might be an enforcement officer. <sighs> it is a very dangerous situation. If you don't have to be out, I would recommend staying in. Do something constructive, get some reading done, focus on, you know, some constructive, healthy cooking, eat some raw veggies, look up some recipes, whatever. But if you got to go out, it'd be strategic and you're going to be sober, buckled. If you're behind the wheel, <clears throat> you're not on the cell phone. Talked about that electromagnetic smog to use Dr. Rossayan's term. Uh, you just don't want to take <clears throat> any chances and don't want anything, any reason to draw unnecessary attention from any race soldiers badge or no and there are a whole lot of them with no badge but they got a gun that is more than enough that's it uh, creator we ask that you help us remain patient with other black people victims of white supremacy we ask that you help us remain patient with ourselves remind us to demonstrate the highest levels of black self-respect at all times, in all places, each and every time we are in contact with another black person. No name calling. No name calling. Particularly if you're going to write a book, if I get that one extra, if you're going to write a book, don't name call black people in your book. It might look especially bad if you name call a black person and they die and then you're name calling a dead black person it might sound very different name calling that black person alive which still shouldn't be done and then you're calling someone a coon who died a little bit too young and people are a little down about that might not be a good look cow signing up thanks all for tuning Nicky, in you're so brainwashed I'm a victim no brother problem. I'm a victim. I'm a victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed my conditioning. Mm -hmm. Even my conditioning has been conditioned. <laughs> 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.